Hey you, yeah you, click the subscribe button. Oh, oh, you different. You're acting real distant. All this loving for nothing. I'm over here missing. Listening to the Ill Advice Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 We are the Ill Advice Wise Guys. It's your boy Uche. I got my boy QDZ for Sheezy. Guess what I'm doing? I'm in quarantine. Yes, you are, and so is the rest of the world. Damn it. You know, I, I've actually been in the house for about four hours. <laughs> I went outside earlier because I was tired of staying in the house. Like, I want to know how many people are actually really quarantining. Like, how long have you been in the house? Man, how long have I been in the house? Yeah, uh, man. Like, like what's the, what's the longest stretch since this whole corona, COVID-19 crisis? Have you been in the actual house? It depends on what you mean by that. So if you're saying, oh, you went to go check the mail or you went to just get some fresh air, then the most was just a couple hours. But if you're talking about actually going into places where civilization is happening, <laughs> like three, four days, man. Right. Yeah, this is this is unprecedented, man. I'm sure the whole world is even aware it is. But you know what? We're not gonna allow this whole situation to stop us from from listening and, and reviewing music, which is why we decided to do this episode virtually. Why not? You know, it, it makes sense. Yeah. It fits the time. By the way, this is episode sixty nine. 69, 69. And we right on Ooh, time. That sounds bad. That sounds bad. It does. 69. Don't, don't say that again. Jeez. I had to say it twice, and I'm like, wait, why am I saying 69 twice? <laughs> don't this say ain't porn. This ain't porn. This Are you a snitch? <laughs> you ain't a snitch. <laughs> speaking of 69, speaking of 69, he's going to get out of jail this year, barring the coronavirus yeah, he, outbreak. And, and he's going to get out of jail and come into a place <laughs> with coronavirus <laughs> you know, running rampant. You know what's crazy? I heard or if you if you watch the news or you read the news around the world, they are they are releasing prisoners from jail <laughs> like because of this shit. Do you know that in Iraq, uh they actually released all the prisoners from one prison because of this thing? They were like, "Yo, everybody get out of here. We don't care what you did. Y'all got to bounce." That's crazy. How unbelievable is that? That's crazy. That's crazy stupid. Bro, if I was a prisoner there, I would be I would that's that's the second chance that I needed, man. I would be yeah, thinking you just, would, would you be think this is it it'd be crazy. I feel like if I was a prisoner, I would be thanking God that this happened in a weird way. Like think about thinking, that. Thinking thinking God or China. All right, man. See, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Here you go. You know what, man? I, hey, I'm not. I'm not trying to sit here and sound like Trump. Here you go. 
call it the Chinese disease. I'm not going to because we don't have to. We don't have to call it. There's a, there's a name for it. It's called COVID-19. Yes. It's called the coronavirus. We don't have to call it Chinese virus, but Uh-oh. it did come from China, my brother. Oh, that's facts. It did come from China. And so, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's going to make us stronger people. It's going to make us wash our hands more. It's going to make us get our immune system game up. It's going to make us actually pay for our Netflix subscriptions on time. It's going to make us love again, guys. We're going to be around our people that we love, that don't have it. Man. <laughs> hopefully. hopefully. Q, Q. DZ for president of the World Health Organization, man. You sound, you sound very knowledgeable there, sir. Where, where did you get thing, all that knowledge from? Of course you know. VCU education, my brother. Yeah, all right. One but, of the uh, most slept on schools in the United States of and or America. <laughs> yeah right but what i will say is that you know unfortunately for this whole crisis that's going on you know it, it's impacting essentially the world man you know whether it's sports all the professional leagues that are that are canceling or suspending their operations whether it's um you know these celebrities the actors all these people who are making news for contracting coronavirus uh, when we start getting into the music industry specifically, it seems to be stopping artists from performing as well, right? Like it's it kind of sucks, right? Because more recently now than ever, you know, there's all this talk about artists and how their contracts are structured and how they make their money, right? We've seen Megan Thee Stallion more recently have issues with her label, right? And, you know, there was all this breakdown about how her contract was structured, whether she's getting money through pub uh, publishing, blah, 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 blah. One thing that has always remained constant is artists echoing the fact that they make most of their money through touring. Right. And during a time like this, like an outbreak, a pandemic, to be more clear, they can't tour, which means they can't make money. It, it, it seems to be affecting artists in all types of ways that I don't think they even anticipated. So, I mean, have you been, have you been keeping up with that? Like, have you been seeing that? Have you been seeing artists complain? Cause I know I have, it's been a whole well, lot of artists talking about, man, I just lost 500 grand or I just lost one mil. Like I think Wale basically came out more recently and was like, man, I just lost like $400,000 because of this shit, like over the course of a month. So yeah, man. I, I I haven't paid attention to the the touring aspect, to be honest with you, but that is true. It's, it's obvious. I mean, they they don't get money from album sales. Like they get it from touring, because uh, remember they go from city to city to city. Yeah, they're getting paid. And who knows how much each city pays? But I've been paying attention just to their brands being affected. Like at the end of the day. They can't just, you know, show up in certain places. They can't just film music videos. Like, at the end of the day, if you're out right now, you're ridiculed. Like, I was watching TMZ. It's funny. I saw uh, Michael Jackson's daughter, and she was out and about in Los Angeles. And I'm like, wait, nobody's ridiculing her for being out and about? And it's gotten to that point, <laughs> you know? And so 
you know, right now they have to embrace something that we're all going through. And that's being at home, being safe, you know, and just being sanitary. And it's it's having an impact on their brand. Let me just yeah. put it that way. That's, that's 100%, man. You know, outside of the touring, they make, they make money from like merchandise and all this extra stuff that has nothing to do with the actual streaming of music. But hopefully they're at home watching Netflix and chilling like the yeah, rest. Yes, they're of just us. like us. But what I will, they're just like us. What I hope they're not watching is something that I came across, which was a Netflix show called Pandemic: How to Prevent an Outbreak. I, it, it it seems so eerie. It seems so unprecedented. What's going on? They keep calling this a novel disease. You know, some shit that the world has never seen before. It's not the first pandemic, but it's the first of this kind, bro. That show that I watched. It's a it's a it's a five part documentary. I hope you guys, if you if you guys are gonna Netflix and quarantine and Netflix or quarantine and chill, whatever y'all are calling this, be very cautious to, and 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 beware of coming across this show called Pandemic. It's going to make you either become a better hygienist or make you double down on the fact that you don't care about what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. It's crazy. You better here. care about what's going on. That's the thing that makes this 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 whole thing so crazy. It's like, you know, they say young people, you got to care because you're affecting everybody else. And so even if you don't care right now, personally, you have to care for somebody else because of the, the impact that it can have. And so I want to be the first to say I am promoting social distancing. I am promoting sitting your ass at home if you feel any symptoms. Matter of fact, Act like you have it already. Just sit your ass at yeah, home. Yeah, F a symptom. Chipotle. F a symptom. Chipotle. F forget symptoms. You ain't got no, it's, just, it's, just it's stay at home. at sometimes. And so just stay your ass at home. Get some Chipotle. Maybe you can binge on our episodes. We have 69 episodes. I, I hate the fact that we have to say 69 so much, but <laughs> whatever. 69 episodes. Go. I've, I've said so many blasphemous things. Go ahead and do like research papers on it. Stay Man. your ass at home. How dope would Point that be? Point blank, period. Bro, if they did a research paper on this podcast, hey, you guys, feel free to hit me up. I will for sure be a, a, a firsthand source and help you potentially get your grade up, you know? Hopefully, I don't bring your grade, your GPA down. Let's put it like that. Hopefully, this is a good and hopefully, thing. Hopefully, if you had a GPA that was just as bad as mine, even if you get a bad grade, it's actually a plus. Hey, man, they might fuck a D, around. A D, move my GPA up. <laughs> that's, that, that's sad. They might fuck around and get an internship out of this, man. Listen, you never know. Hit us up if you, if you want this type of opportunity. But uh, on a different note, this is something that was actually happening prior to this whole pandemic outbreak. You know, the baby, he got himself in a, a weird situation. He was in a club nightclub performing he found he you know a a, a light uh, somebody with their phone came up to him shine their light on his face you know trying to get up up close and personal he ended up slapping that person who he thought was or he claims he thought was a guy or actually i don't even think he knew who was actually in front of him but it ended up being a woman he had to apologize he's since been sued I have a question for you, man. Has the baby gone too far? Because I, I'm here to tell you, yo, he needs to sit his ass down like 
He needs to social distance himself. I think this might be the perfect time for the baby to sit his ass down. Right. Like you you've been getting in all this trouble, bro. The coronavirus probably couldn't have come at a better time for somebody like the baby, man. What do you think? You know, you know, the thing about the baby is. He's been applauded for some of these antics that he's been pulling. Like we've been applauding him. Like, Me, oh, I, the baby beat somebody up. In a in 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 Springfield Mall, like I we've am, been applauding. I am guilty. I want to acknowledge that. Yes, you are guilty of it. We've been applauding his violence, and so because we've been applauding it, I feel like he has this 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 urge to keep it real at all times. I can just slap whoever comes up to me. You guys understand because you guys applauded me for doing it. Well, it was inevitable to happen that he slapped somebody that he probably should not have slapped. And so this is a this should be a wake-up call, which I'm, I'm pretty sure it won't be a wake-up call. And this is one time where I'm not sure he's being applauded for it. Are you applauding him for it? You know, I saw a whole... First, me personally, I'm not. I saw a bunch of people when it came out, you know, they tried to cop pleas for him. Because, you know, one thing I noticed about, especially, I was going to say about people, but especially music artists, is when you like someone, I noticed that when people like someone, they will make excuses for them for days. Bro, look at what's going on with R. Kelly for the longest. Can you believe there's still people out here that's actually making excuses talking about, you know, man, you know what? It's not that bad. You know, it, you know, he he probably didn't do it. You know, it was the the girls, they they willingly came over to his house. Who how do we know? You know what I'm saying? When you will make an excuse for anybody that you like. For whatever reason, Facts. it just seems like that's human nature. You know, I can, I can think Facts. of so many examples. But I think people like the baby. But this is one of those situations that you draw a line in the sand with these types of behaviors, right? You cannot condone violence against a woman. It, it, like, I don't give a damn what the circumstance was. I don't care what happened. Bro, you can't do it. You can't do it. As a matter of fact, speaking of violence against women, this is something well, that. Well, oh, can I, by, by the way, I actually want to. I actually want to like contradict myself, but this. I was is, gonna say, can I? But this is probably the, that statement. Oh, go ahead. I got a situation where I would actually contradict okay. myself, but go ahead. I was gonna say, I can I interject that statement. Go so the it. difference between the baby and your typical person that hits somebody, I'm gonna just say somebody, and not specify man or woman, yeah. is he strikes. Or he beats up. Or he, in other words, he does too much. Okay, you beat up somebody uh, that said that they didn't want to give you your money. But did you have to take him, drag him into the street, pour orange <laughs> juice on his face, and do all that stuff? No, you did not have to. Maybe you push him, maybe you just punch him, maybe you just move him out the way and go about your business. Or how about the dude that he that was following him that was taking pictures of him? Okay, you pushed him out the way. All right, but now you're standing in front of him like yes. while he's sitting down where he's clearly defenseless. You know, mm -hmm. in this situation, a girl did something to you. Did you have to strike her? Did you have to punch her in the face? Well, like, you see, so yeah. maybe you just push her. Maybe you just stiff arm. Maybe you just... That's the difference between somebody who is a public figure that actually is aware of who they are and the situations that they're putting themselves into 
And somebody who is just like, yo, you know, I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to be reckless. You can't afford to be reckless. You're a black man with money in America. You can't afford to be reckless. Facts. Over and over again, brother. I will, so, I will say mm-hmm. this, though. The devil's advocate argument and the argument that I've been hearing people when they defend him is that he claims he didn't know it was a woman in front of him. He just saw a light and he just struck the person, right? He was just like, yo, we'll get out. He didn't, he said he didn't know it was a woman. And so that's how, that's why people were defending him because they were like, well, he didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to tell you, I don't care that you didn't know. (laughs) Well, let me, uh, well, let me ask you something. I actually don't care because, because you could, you shouldn't even be in that situation. You should have security. To even me, handle that type of situation, if it even got to that point, I don't care if it was a dude or a woman. You shouldn't even be in I'm, that situation. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh huh. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's another type of gender that's out there, but <laughs> there's a fifty-fifty. Maybe I'm wrong. There's a fifty-fifty percent chance that that's either a man or a woman. <laughs> so all he's admitting is I didn't know if. So essentially, you didn't know if it was a man or a woman. It's a 50 50 chance is either or. So, in the end of the day, all you need to do is develop reflexes, which is really hard. Develop reflexes that tell you, yo, if something like this happens, not to strike, not to punch, just keep my cool. Exactly. Either keep my cool. You're the bigger. You have security. That's right. That's you got my point. something. You got. You got like you. You clearly probably more athletic than a lot of these people that come up to you. Like, just take it easy, cool your head. You know, just take it one step at a time. I ain't got a strike. Yeah, man. It's a, it's, but, a, it's, but, it's, it's a different it's, mentality. It's it's people like you that wow. juice him up and hype him <laughs> hype him up. And say, this is the character that he's supposed to be. We love the baby because he's unapologetic, he's brash, he's he's violent. It's people like you, and I've never okayed this violence from this guy. Hey, listen, I, I I've drawn the I've drawn a line, man. Like I said, I, I openly acknowledge I was applauding the shenanigans when he beat that dude up in the Louis store who was tormenting him. Remember, he put it on camera. Uh all the situations that you that you brought out. I was like, yo, man, like he's actually living out his raps. He said he's gonna slap somebody in a song. Man, look, here it is. He slapped the person. But well, in, in all, I am not rolling with a dude doing that to a, a, a woman. I don't care what the circumstances is. Like, he gotta chill. He gotta sit his head down. I I hate to get serious here. I hate to get serious, but that's what I do. And the, the fact of the matter is, he's getting very lucky. I, I'm not sitting here trying to test his gangster. There is people that have maybe gotten to an incident, maybe pushed somebody that got shot up. Like, like can you imagine Aaron, according to Aaron Hernandez's story, there's people that bumped into the man and he went and shot them up. The, the baby is easy to identify because he's a hip hop star. Everybody knows his face. If you keep going around getting into serious altercations like this, there's going to be a time you can get you're not going to get lucky. Oh yeah, it's going to cost some money. 
It's going. It's already it, costing it, it, him money. He got sued. It's costing uh, him money. I mean, he's getting lucky. He's he, getting lucky. He's definitely police getting lucky. is getting him. Police is police is letting him go. He was actually charged with robbery. He stole the person's phone, but it was I guess it was considered petty robbery or whatever. They didn't care about it. But he's getting lucky. He's actually getting lucky. Yeah, he is. We in America, though, don't. And, and the thing is, there's going to be a lot of people that's like, I want to be like the baby. Keep it real. Beat somebody up that crosses me. How far would you last doing that? Yeah, you can't you can't get away with it. It's not sustainable. Don't do it. It's stupid. Please just walk away, man. Like and I hate to be the kumbaya person on this episode because, you know, listen, I'm all for somebody being with the shits when it's warranted. I just don't feel like it's warranted with, with majority of things that he does. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you gotta chill, bro. Like, what are you doing? It's like it's gotten to that point, right? So maybe this will be the wake up call for him. Maybe it won't. I can tell you this. Let's start talking about some music because there's a lot of it that we need to talk about. As a matter of yes, fact, there there's is. a lot of there's so much music that we can't even talk about all of it that came out. So if you guys are upset that we didn't touch on a lot of the music that you thought we were gonna talk about, well, hey man, I don't know what to tell you. Just enjoy, That's how life Just goes enjoy the episode. All right. Shall we get started? Um, I think so. I believe so. Hold on. Let me put my, my leg up on this recliner right real quick. Ah, hey, hey, is go. the recliner clean? Uh, Did you clean the recliner from the virus? Oh, damn. This, I don't think it has coronavirus, but there's there's multiple other viruses Bro, this is exactly, that are going around. This is exactly why we're doing this shit remotely. This is exactly why. You keep your ass over there. I'm gonna keep my ass here, and we're gonna social distance. God damn it! But yeah, <laughs> polio and, and, and the common cold over here hating. Yo, the common cold is is freaking livid right now. That joint is like, yo, dog. Like, what the heck? Like, bro, I just knocked out like three, four people the other day, man. We all ain't talking about me. <laughs> that's that's real shit. Oh, that's, man. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only thing I'm not worried about. Like, I'm not worried about Corona. I'm like, thank God I don't have Corona. <laughs> Bro, I, I got, <laughs> I got, I got bronchitis, but I don't got Corona. Thank God. Man, I heard, I heard, uh, Corona freaking sales drop tremendously. You did say that. No, you like it, that. I read a report that said it dropped about fifty percent in the U.S. It's, it's. You know, that was a, a couple weeks ago when I read that shit, but yeah, yeah. This is a terrible time for anything that you own to be called Corona. It, mm-hmm. it just, you know what I'm saying? But hey. Whatever. It goes back to that whole idea of how stupid human beings are. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what it comes down to. Anyway, man, let's start the episode. You ready? Watch the so, with the first album on the Watch the Throne segment, we got The Weeknd, a.k.a. Abel, a.k.a. Uh, uh, the the 80s pimp master. Why is his nose broken? Why does he look like he's on drugs all the freaking time? With his new album called After Hours. Hey! The long-awaited album, by the way. <laughs> but, hey, hey, actually... I, I want to start this out, man. I, I, I really, I really do. I, I want to start this album out. Is that I okay think with you? you? Should. I'm absolutely okay with that. All right. So, first and foremost, the weekend is one of those artists that 
he he kind of stops music. He stops the industry. People stop what they're doing to pay attention to. And he's in a very, very special lane where there's not a lot of artists that can even do that. First and foremost, I got to give him his props. Um, Because I think the last album that he dropped came out uh, a few years ago. Matter of fact, hold on. Wasn't it Starboy? Was that his last album? Am I tripping? Starboy. What was The Weeknd's last album? It had to have been Starboy. It was Starboy four years ago. Four years ago, right? So it's been quite a minute since he dropped an actual studio project. So uh, shout out to Homeboy, man. But I I, I want to tell you this, man. However, let me say this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Real quick. Please don't. He also. Make it quick. He also dropped, you know, those EPs like the the, uh, Melancholy EP. Oh, yeah. That's a good good point. You know. My dear, my dear Melancholy or something like that. Yes. 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 Uh, which, Carry on. I, which I think was like six songs, but that was like two years ago. It seems like it was two years ago. It was a while ago. Um, by the way, I want to point out there was not that many songs on that album that I really liked. I mean, it was a good album, but I, I can't say that I actually, you know, learned a whole lot about the weekend, but whatever. Besides the point, fast forward to 2019, where the weekend drops heartless, which was actually, did that come out this year? Whatever. He drops Heartless, and when it dropped, it was so infectious. Still to this day, one of my favorite songs to listen to. I really love The Weeknd when he's in his Heartless, no pun intended, you know, carefree, drug-induced, womanizer bag. Call it whatever the hell you want, man. But The Weeknd, when he's being destructive, I think I've said this on on the episode before. When he's being destructive, he makes some of his best music. Um, not, it doesn't make the best for, uh, personal experiences or in your personal life, but on, on, on wax, that shit sounds fire. I gotta keep it. I gotta keep it real. Now, again, fast forward to him dropping his album called after hours. I will tell you this. I'm so used to the weekend dropping such high quality music that has great production. And I think this album is to me it's in that vein it has production that that is very very well put together it has production that you know has a consistent theme i think he only really worked with like three to four different producers on this and you know even the way the album is structured each of the art each of the producers had a certain um a certain section within the album right he worked with um uh metro booming of course on heartless and a few other songs and there was a couple other producers he worked with so from a production standpoint i think that's one of the highlights of the album now i gotta be honest with you man i'm getting to the point with the weekend where i'm no longer seeing growth i'm no longer seeing growth in the content now I'm all for him continuously dropping all these songs that sound very similar to each other. One example on this new album is a song called uh, Snow Child, I believe it is, which sounds very similar to uh, some of his older music on Starboy. Even uh, going back. It sounds. It's, there's a song called. There's a song that sounds, he, Go ahead. What did you about to say? I was going to say it sounds very similar to Reminder. Uh, reminded, yeah, but I was gonna say uh, it does actually, but it also sounds very similar to that song he put out called uh, Tell My Friends or Tell Your Friends, 
go tell your friends about it. About like the way yes. he was actually yes. flowing yes. on that song melodically sounds very similar to how he approached this album. And I'm all for it. I think it. I think it works. It's automatic. But I just don't see a lot of growth from this man moving, uh, you know, into 2020 and moving forward. So while the production was a highlight, while the content is as similar to maybe not as productive as I would like to hear, I can't really praise this album too much, man. I mean, like, it's still the same weekend vibes. Maybe I need to hear this music when I am on a drug of my choice. Maybe when we're not self-quarantining, when I can actually go outside. Maybe the music will sound differently. I'm not going to lie to you. It's possible. But as I'm quarantining, as I'm practicing social distancing, I got to be honest, this, al- this album's average to me. It's average. It's a, it, I, I don't want to call it a bunch of like mid, mid-grade music, but if I'm grading The weekend by his own standards, I got to be honest with you, this album's average. I'm going to give this album a C+. It's a C plus. That is very fair. That you, is very fair. What do you think, man? I I actually agree with uh, a bunch of sentiments that you you mentioned. Um, so I think the weekend as a singer has not necessarily grown because if you notice that he, like you mentioned, he uses flows that I've heard before about him. Um, he's kind of predictable. Like Snow Child was a predictable song to me. Don't get me wrong. It's still one of the better songs on the album. Mm-hmm. But it was predictable. I can see that coming from a mile away. Blinding Lights is a very predictable song. That sounds actually uh, very similar to a song on Starboy. It sounds like um, a throwaway. It sounds like a throwaway on Starboy. It's on a throwaway Starboy, Starboy song. Uh, there's a song in particular that I'm, I'm trying to reference from Starboy. Come on, False Alarm? It sounds, False Alarm, thank you. Yeah. It sounds I, almost identical to False Alarm. That was predictable. Once again, Blinding Lights, one of the best songs on that album. Um, and then, you know, he had other ones that, like, another one, one of my favorite songs, um, um, In Your Eyes, that sounds like a bunch of songs that he had actually on um, the album before Starboy. Yeah. Um, that, I think that's the, one, that's the one that I was referencing. The Yes. Damn, I can't remember the names of this man's. This, which, this which to me, which to me is the is the best album he's come out with. Beauty in the Darkness or something. I like love that. that album. Yeah, that's just that to me is my favorite weekend album, and the reason why that's one of my favorite weekend albums, which to me is the reason why this is one of my least favorite weekend albums, is because he was able to straddle the line between pop and hip hop almost magically on that album to me nothing seemed forced if he did pop he he did it in a way that was still organic he did it in a way that was still edgy he did it in a way that was not predictable but in this album he did a lot of predictable hip-hop a lot of predictable pop it's he's one of those transcending artists that is no longer in the state of his career. He's no longer in the time of his career where he's 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 no longer transcending feeling, if that makes sense. Yeah, he's not he's not he's not resonating. He's not, his he's music not, is not reson it's not wowing he's, anybody anymore. He's no longer there. Yeah, when he first came out, if 
if The Weeknd would have came out with this album, like as his debut album, oh my God, we'd be blown away. But this is a veteran now in the game. And so you can't just hit us with predictable pop stuff and, um, you know, songs that are just kind of like throwaways, like you mentioned. However, you mentioned one thing that I think should not be uh, brushed aside so easily is the production on this album. The production is fantastic. Um, speaking of straddling the line, I think the production straddles the line between futuristic and um, 80s music perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's like the hooks and, you know, what he talks about in the, on the album are vintage, timeless, classic sounding. But then the instrumentals are just so outlandish. They're so different. They're so intergalactic sounding. And so when you combine those two things together, I actually think it's a, it's a body of work that sounds, sounds next level. But when you break it down to the nitty and gritty, nitty gritty, it's actually just your everyday weekend stuff that I've heard before practically. For sure. So it's, it's, it's hard to grade. It's hard to judge because I can see people loving it. I can see people mm-hmm. hating it. It just really depends on what type of the weekend fan that you are. Yep. If you've been following him like me and you have since his his earlier days, this is you're just not impressed with this type of music by him. But if you were put on this earth and never heard anything by the weekend, you will love it. Yeah, you'll be you might be mesmerized actually. Like you'll be mesmerized. Like not only from a not only from the music standpoint, but also from the visuals, right? Like and, and that's something I want to get into when we start getting into our next album artist, because I think we're done talking about the weekend, at least for now. Although I want to hear what what would you give the grade? Oh, yeah. or, I'm sorry, what'd you give the album grade wise? So I'm gonna say this. I initially on first listen gave it a C plus mm-hmm. because I just wasn't blown away. So almost sort of like you. Yeah. But then the second time I listened to the album, I said, you know what? I'm going to purposely look at it from the perspective of a non-biased, just music listener. So the second time I listened to it, I, you know, appreciated it more. So I gave it a B. So when you combine how I felt initially to how I felt later on, I gave it about a B minus. All right. That's, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I, I think maybe it will grow on me. I will, I will say I heard the album one strong time. Like I had a strong listen, you know, you know, some albums you just like graze, you, you skim through, right? You're just like, all right, let me check it out. Other albums, you go into it really listening to every song, every aspect. I gave yep. it a strong listen and that's what, that's what I came out with. Um, okay. But yeah, man, let's move on. Cause I gave Takashi's album <laughs> strong listens every single time. That's it never got better. That's sad. I will never give Takashi's album a strong listen. That's where we <laughs> differ. Uh, yeah, man. I, one of the things that I was getting at was the whole being mesmerized by an artist. You might get mesmerized by an artist's visuals musically or, um, sorry, or, or their uh, visuals when you see trailers that they put out or music videos. The next artist we're going to talk about is Lil Uzi Vert with his new album called Eternal A Take. He also dropped a deluxe album one week after dropping that one called uh, Love Versus The World 2. And I want to hear what you have to say about this first and foremost, but I also want you to address 
how the mysteriousness of artists, uh, at least superstars, kind of adds fuel to the the delivery and how we receive the music. Because that's what I take away from these superstars. But I want to hear what you have to say about the album and also attacking it from that standpoint. If you oh, do even a, see it like that. That's a great, I mean, that's a that's a great thing to tackle. Like, in the end of the day, Lil Uzi Vert, the way he's been moving has been, like, nothing I've ever seen before, to be honest with you, in the, in, especially in the music industry. But, first and foremost, let me say this. There's certain people that you knew that the next album that they came out with was going to be their most important album. Almost the album that solidifies their greatness. Um, for example, Travis Scott's Astroworld. Before that came out, we were anticipating Astroworld to be an amazing body of work. And Travis Scott, I would say, delivered on it. Now, somebody like say Dr. Dre Dr. Dre didn't necessarily drop Detox but he did drop an album a couple years ago and it was just kind of like eh, it's alright I guess Bro, the album was blocked you talking about Chronic I'm sorry not Chronic but um, uh, fuck Compton what was the album called Compton Compton I believe yeah. it was called Compton it's called Compton that it album was, like, was blocked mm, to me that was and we were waiting. We were waiting for years. And it's not even astral, it's not even comparable how much we're waiting. Detox like detox, we were waiting for detox so long. Rappers would say they were on detox as a punchline. Like remember Lil Wayne said, Yeah, me and Drizzy, we wrote on detox. Like that was a cool thing to say that you was on detox. <laughs> right. Just because the <laughs> album was so anticipated. Lil Z vs. Eternal Take has been anticipated. Just like let's say more like Astro World than Detox just because we know Lil Vert's this polarizing figure Lil Vert went through record label issues um, Lil Vert's style has been emulated over and over again and Lil Vert maybe even most importantly Lil Vert actually said he wanted to retire he actually I believe he did retire he, he, he said yo I'm done I don't want to make music no more so Eternal Take is Lil Uzi Vert's comeback album? Is Lil Uzi Vert's most important album? Is Lil Uzi Vert's um, way to say that I'm dominating the game? This is the album that would do it? Mm -hmm. And so to be able to actually put out something that lives up to those expectations would be a tall task to ask. He was able to do it. Eternal A Take to me is an album. You know how you can go to the dealership right now and you can get a 2022 Benz in 2020. One of my favorite lines, Pusha T. Pusha T said 2012 and 2010. That makes this a time machine, not just any Benz. That's what Lil Uzi Vert's album is to me. It is an album that was made in 2022 that we're listening to in 2020. <laughs> it's so I like futuristic. That. I like that. It is so futuristic. It's so next level. It pushes, you know, to me, in this day and age, in order for you to move me musically, you have to push music to the next level. 
Like I'm no longer infatuated with what I used to hear. You know, that's why no knock on some of these older artists. I have one in mind. Maybe I won't say that name of the person, but they still think that we're trying to hear what you made back then. Nah, we're trying to get hip hop pushed to that next level. Uzi does that. How does he do it? His melodies are next level melodies. His lyrics isn't great. I mean, like you can probably hear lyrics on Eternal Take that you would hear on a um, Young Nudie album. Young Nudie and Lil Uzi Vert probably rap about the same things. <laughs> they, definitely, <laughs> they definitely do. But at the end of the day, like Lil Uzi Vert has a dynamic delivery. Right. That that makes the things that he's rapping about poke out more. Um, he just took several different angles. Um, he just practically took what everybody is doing now and pushed it forward. That moves me. That's a big deal. Astro World did that. Watch the Throne did that. Special albums that we've come across have done that. And so that's why I think Eternal will take more than just the musicality of it, just what it symbolizes, the vibes, the energy, the 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 the, the focus on trying to push hip hop forward even more is what makes it great, a great album. Now, what grade would I give it? A B plus. <laughs> I know you're like, yo, great. Shouldn't that mean A or A minus? It's a B plus because like I mentioned. Content-wise, I listen to so many albums. Content-wise, he doesn't really say much meaningful stuff. I dock you points for that. And then, also, I felt like what he does really well, he didn't do much of. Like, to me, Lil Uzi Vert, granted, I love when he talks his trash, like the next person. I love songs like, you know, you Better Move, Silly Watch, a mm-hmm. lot of songs like that. But to me, he's special when he makes a song like I'm Sorry. Like, he's an emo, he's an emo rapper. Like, when he's in his emo rap bag, that's where he 100% differs from everybody else, what he's capable of doing. Somebody who's an emo rapper that was just like him was uh, Juice World. God bless his soul. Juice World's an emo rapper that when he made songs like, you know, um, Lucid Dreams, it's special. It resonates with people. Mm-hmm. Like, personally. Like, if I'm sitting at my in, in my bedroom, like, and I'm down for my relationship, you listen to some Lucid Dreams, and it kind of just, like, connects with you. I felt like Uzi didn't do that enough on this album. I would have liked a little more I'm sorry's. You know, I would have liked a little more... I think that's really the only song where he gets in his emo bag. No, like he had that. a few. He had a few. He had maybe um, like three or he two. Had, three actually, or... they were all kind of in a row. Like he had "I'm Sorry," then it then it led into um, "Celebration P2. Station." Celebration P2. Station was also kind of upbeat, like dancey, emo-y, You know, however you want to call it. P two is a big emo. I mean, P two to me I, only. If I heard P two for the first time, like without listening to EXO Tour Life. I would have gave P2. I would have thought that was the best song I ever heard in my life. But I'm just like, it's just a flipping of EXO Tour Life. Right. But all in all, great album, B+. I'm just being nitpicky, because that's what I do. 
Mm-hmm. But for all the reasons that I said is good, pay attention to that. I'm nitpicky. Don't uh, don't 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 mind me. It's what I do. Hey, that's fair, man. You know, I agree with damn near everything you said, man, except for the grade. But we ain't that far off. I'll start with this. I give this I give this album an A minus. The reason I give it an A minus and not an A or an A plus is sort of to your point when you start talking about the content, right? Like the only thing that I can really knock this man on uh, is the fact that he's not really saying anything of substance. And while I don't really expect that from him because we know that's not what he provides on a regular basis, it's like there is room for improvement, right? Like I think if he were to completely double down on the sounds and the music that I believe is his is his strong suit, which is the songs like you mentioned, I'm sorry, right? When he starts getting into his emo, his, 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 what I like to call his sapping bag, you know what I'm saying? He's the best, he's one of the best singer rappers out right now. I don't give a damn what you guys say. This is what my ears are hearing. When I hear songs like I'm sorry, when I hear songs like Celebration Station, even, even, uh, I'll even give him credit on that song with Sid. You brother, know, I gotta, brother, I gotta break. I got, I got to, brother, I gotta stop you. Oh right boy, there. here we go, brother. This, I be, this stop better, you. this better be good. This better brother, be good. I gotta stop you. This better be good. I, I got, I gotta stop you. This better be the good. Best singing, the best singing rapper is YMW Belly. Uh, no, my, my brother. I, I, my brother. I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. YNW Melly is a better singer than Uzi. I'm talking about like actual tone. Like he can actually sing better. But when you start going back and forth from rapping and singing, like I'm talking about on the, in the same verse, within the same like bar, I think Uzi does it better than YNW Melly to me. Although okay. I think YNW Melly is great at it. And he's a better singer than Uzi. I think th- that's where I will give him more credit. I um, think YNW Melly, by the way, I don't want to make this into a YNW Melly uh, <laughs> uh, celebration fest, but I think he, if you just, if he polishes his, his, his craft a little more, he could be pretty good. I believe, what he does. I believe that too. Like but, to me, to me, man, and sorry, I'm going to make this last point about YNW Melly and I'm getting back on Uzi. When YNW Melly dropped his, uh, that album called, I think it was called We All Love or some shit like that. Whatever the hell mm-hmm. that shit was called. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had that song called No Heart. Still to this day. To this day. If you guys know what the hell that means <laughs> I'm talking about. To this day. That song is one of the most incredible songs I have heard in the last decade. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Like to every point that you just made about his ability, I think that is one of the best displays of everything that we're talking about. The singing and the rapping back and forth. That song. Y'all got to check out No Heart. I promise you. He sounds incredible. I'm, I'm still laughing about that to this day. To this day. <laughs> to this day. You on the You you going to ask me that question with and, and and our people been fighting for 400 years. We still fighting to this day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to uh, what's his name? He got his ass beat, but shout out to him, man. He did. He's coming back though. And he he gonna he gonna, he gonna get his ass beat again. Trust me. Yes, he will. He will. He will. But uh, going back to Uzi though, man. So uh, all in all, I think Uzi's ability is what has allowed him to see so much success. But there is not enough 
credit that is being given to Uzi in the trend setting and just his impact, dog. Like, I'm going to give you credit, Q, because we had this conversation a while ago. You know, I didn't necessarily disagree with you, but I feel like since we had that conversation about um, the young wave of rappers versus the old rappers that are still putting out music and who carries the 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 foot forward who's actually carrying the baton i never disagree with you that the young people are but it's become shockingly evident over the last i'll say six months that i've noticed that bro they like they're like running away with this like if this was a race Right. If this was a freaking Olympic race and dudes was running the 400, which is a lap if, for those of you guys who are not familiar. Bro, by the time they get to the first the first stretch, like they are wiping everybody. They're blowing everybody out the water like it's not even close. The race is not close. These young dudes, little Uzi, little baby. We're going to talk about him later. Uh, there's too many to name actually that are really really making some noise out here but i want to get to Lil uzi vert's mysteriousness I, and his and his impact bro like i cannot you... tell you guys enough sorry i cannot tell you guys enough that he is the most important person in music today and whether you are prepared to hear that statement or not I believe that to be true, not only from hit the albums that he sold. Do you know that album is certified gold already? Yeah. Bro, it's, the album has been out for what, three weeks? It's gold. It's on its way plat it's on, on its way to platinum. It's what gold. A lot of people don't know. You know, we were just talking about this behind the scenes. We were talking about people that sell. Trippy Red sells really well. Young Boy Never Broke Again sold really well with his last album. Uh Young Thug obviously sells really well. Lil Baby, Lil Uzi Vert. Do you know what the highest selling hip hop album over Eminem, over all these people? Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich is 21 years old with no buzz. Really, he just had a song that I didn't think, I really didn't think it was that popular. I, I'm not going to lie. The song with DJ Mustard, I didn't, Ballin', I didn't think it was that popular. I thought it was just one that. Yo, it's it's a really good hip hop song. Is it gonna generate like? Is it gonna make him one of the most sought after hip hop acts right now? I think I would have never guessed. No, I didn't think so. <laughs> I didn't think so. I I really didn't think so. It doesn't feature Drake as, as far as I'm concerned, or it doesn't feature Jay Z, or it doesn't feature any big names. It's just him and Mustard. And so, like, people need to, when you go back to that discussion about the older versus the young, we need to change our mindset. And that's, I was, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back because I was ahead of the curve there. Which wasn't the only person that disagreed with me. We talked to, um, we talked to, um, what's his name? We talked to, damn, I'm drawing a blank. We talked to somebody and they, they agreed with you. They agreed with you. They're like, yeah, no, we still need these older people. The fact of the matter is we got to change our mindset because we're putting money, we're giving money to these older acts that really aren't moving units. We're giving money to them, not only that, but then we're giving these older acts or we're giving people that listen to these older acts excuses 
to say, oh, well, I'd rather listen to Rick Ross's album or I'd rather listen to T.I.'s album, man. They, them the real dudes. Like, no, nah, they're not. They're not selling units like these other people. We have to, we have to understand it. We have to understand it and, 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 and put our energy into these younger people. I I think uh, I think well first and foremost you're right I want to clarify I never disagree with that this is more so me saying that the older generation of artists the people who've been around here for a long a long time Rick Ross Ti I think this actually started with the Ti when Ti dropped that album Dime Piece yeah I think that's how I think that's how this yes. this this whole thing started but yeah they're 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 out here man like and they're not important anymore. It's 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 not they're not pushing the needle, but I want to tell you I think this is a perfect transition into the next album that we're gonna talk about. I think so. I, I want to know if you think so though. Uh, uh, wait, wait, we, did we talk about uh, Eternal Take the 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 deluxe edition? I don't want to talk about it. that's just garbage. <laughs> it was, I hated it. It's garbage. Okay, that's that's all we had to say. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, there there goes your review, guys. So I think. This is a good transition. This conversation about Uzi is a good transition to the next artist and the album that he dropped uh, because it's important to hear from the old artists and whether or not they're still pushing the needle. Jay Electronica just dropped a new album called A Written Testimony. And the reason why I say an old artist is because he's damn near 50, but this is his debut album, right? So he has a perspective from an older artist but yet he's a new artist. <laughs> now, a very bizarre. It's it's weird. We've not, I don't think we've seen anything like this. I had a lot of criticisms about Jay Electronica and his new album or the album that never came out after him dropping his uh Exhibit C. Uh he also he also dropped a, a shiny suit theory years back, right? Like that's not a new song. Uh, you know, it it landed on this album, but that's not a new song. Um, Jay Electronica, who is basically Jay Z's understudy, call it call him whatever the hell you want. Somehow, this man seems to inspire Jay Z to want to rap. The criticisms that I had on the last episode was, man, Jay Electronica said he's going to drop his album in forty days. Is it going to happen? Should we even care? The man dropped his album. It seemed like the world cared for the most part. Overall, I think this album was really good. I w- I'll say that. I think that uh, JLX, his 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 lyrics, the the perspectives, the knowledge that it seemed like he was trying to give people was something that is a different angle than I think most artists, if any artists, are even preaching this. You know, these days. You know, he's talking about knowledge of self. He's talking that real black empowerment, the 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 nation of Islam talk. I'll be honest, there was a lot of stuff he said in this album that I had no idea what he was talking about. It 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 felt very similar to when I would listen to Jay-Z rap for the most part. And I don't know what the hell Jay-Z's talking about half the time, right? Jay-Z's last album, 444, is a perfect example, you know. He he's talking about black businesses. He's making a lot of references, and it's like, bro, like he sounds very intelligent. <laughs> it sounds amazing over this beat, but what the hell are you talking about? Not in a bad way. Let me go Google some of this shit. That was a lot of how I felt about Jay Electronica's album. Now, while that is amazing, that is thought provoking. 
I think a lot of that going over my head is a little bit of a down uh is is a little bit of a a knock that I will give him. It's I have to downgrade him because it's not that <laughs> we're not on his level. It's that bro, like I need you to be a little bit relatable. There was not one ounce of relatability or any aspect of the lyrics that I could really grasp. You know, it's like he had all of these amazing things to say in a fancy way, but it's like, what did you really say at the end of the day? I feel like I didn't get much from him. That's one. Two, I'll say the production was a little weird on this album. It was a little weird. You know, there weren't very many songs where I could honestly say that the production was a strong suit. He had that one song with Travis Scott, and I believe it was produced by Hit Boy, uh, which I thought was one of the best songs in this album. Can't remember the name of the song right now. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Hold up. As I speak. Um, Where's the intern? Yeah, exactly. She's, is, is she or he teleworking? I would hope so. So the song is called The Blinding. Yeah, like I said, it was produced by Hit Boy. I thought that song was really good. Uh, I love the ghost of Soldier Boy. I'm sorry. <laughs> The ghost of Soldier Boy. <laughs> Whoa. Sorry, my bad. Soldier Slim. Damn. <laughs> Dang, that's funny the, as shit. <laughs> the ghost of Soldier Boy. The Whoa. ghost of Soldier Boy. Uh no, the ghost of Soldier Slim. I thought that was a very intellectually uh deep song. I gotta give him credit. Sounded very, very good. All in all, this is a short project. I don't have a whole lot to say positively except for the fact that it was concise. His raps were very, very next level. And it was to the point where it's like, bro, these are going over my head. I love when rappers are saying things that I have to actually go and look up. You know, we don't get that enough in rap. You know, a lot of these dudes is talking about stuff that we already know of. Whether or not I'm living that lifestyle, you're not saying anything that's super complex. One thing I, my biggest takeaway and the biggest knock that I will say about this album is the fact that Jay-Z, for, for, for an album that was supposed to be Jay Electronica's debut album, Jay-Z was on this album way too damn much for me, man. And while I'm always here for J-Raps, I love Jay-Z. He sounds amazing. As a matter of fact, he sounded too good on this album. He actually overpowered Jay Electronica to me. To me. I'm not saying Jay Electronica didn't have great raps. I'm saying that's how good freaking Hove is. Like, we have to stop, you know, not calling this for what it is. Because at the end of the day, if any dude came out with a debut album and Jay-Z was on that debut album for over half of the album, you would talk shit. You would actually not give the ounce of credit that you probably would or are giving Jay Electronica the, the benefit of the doubt on it. I ain't talking about you, Q. I'm talking about the world. And while if this hits you, I'm not giving this man this type of credit. I think overall the music sounds great. Uh, it's very short, which is, a, which is another positive. But I cannot, I cannot be okay with Homeboy dropping a debut album after 10 years. We don't even really, I still don't even know anything about this dude. And yet, Hove was on more than half of your album? Yo, this is not a debut album. This is a joint album. So call it what it is. It's a joint album. 
which is very important, by the way, because I know I'm on this rant about this, but it, it should be stated that name me one other artist that was able to have a joint album with Hove as their and let, let alone a joint album, their debut. That's high praise. And I just I'm just not sure if this album was that good for for me to have a takeaway that is so strong enough to not knock J Electronic for all the things that I've outlined just now. So all in all, I'll give I'll finally give my grade because I know I've 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 ranted enough. All in all, I'm gonna give this album a strong, a very, very strong C. You're blasphemous in every angle. Strong C. You know what's funny? I had my take. I had my take. I had you your take disrupted my take. <laughs> That's how bad it a C. <laughs> this is what I like. Let's let's debate. Let's what? debate. Let's debate. Okay, you know let's what? Let's debate. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my regular take. No, 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 no. But, no, no, no. Say no, what you want to say. I'll address no, your you damn say, crazy ass take. <laughs> you say what you gotta say. Go that ahead. It was a crazy take. Okay. All right. Blasphemous all over. All right. First and foremost, let me say this. One thing that makes one thing that makes our job as music reviewers. That's what we are. Whether it's reviewing on ratings game music, which is a blog, or whether it's it's rating on a podcast like we are right now on Illivised Wi-Fi. What makes our job so hard is that you have to find the right balance of what you like and what you think people would like. It's not necessarily acquiescing to what people would like, it's but understanding, seeing something from a view of appreciation for it or seeing something from a view of just music holistically. So a lot of times it's hard. I'm not going to lie. A lot of times it's hard to not be biased, especially when you see people's opinion on music. Like, for instance, a lot of people's opinion on The Weeknd's album was it was horrible. And then a lot of people actually had an opinion on The Weeknd's album that said it was amazing. It was the greatest thing ever. I read those opinions. You read those opinions. But you have to be able to formulate an opinion that actually sees it from your angle and sees it from different, completely different angles. That's really hard. So let me put it this way. Jay Electronica, I'm not going to lie. His story of an artist is one of the weakest stories I've ever seen. First and foremost, Jay Electronica is not a likable dude. He's not likable. I'm, let's let's call it how it is. He, let's he do comes it. across like somebody that thinks he's better than people. He's God complex. He he no, not even comes across. I know for sure he thinks he's better than people because the way he talks to people is as if he's looking down on them on social media. And you know he's had he's caught beef with other artists like Big Sean and things like that. You know he's not very likable. Number one. Number two, he has this aura around him that he did not create, Jay-Z actually created, that makes him seem like he's bigger than he actually is. Jay Electronica has done nothing. Let me rephrase that. That's, that's, that's harsh. 
No, no, no. Jay... No, 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 no. That's accurate. No, let me, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm as harsh because he probably has done something. That's, I mean, that's pretty accurate. Actually. But he's not done anything in that we know of, that your average music fan knows of, that would make him a figure that we waited for your hip-hop album to release for this long. So when you combine his unlikability with his lack of content, lack of whatever, you know, he, he kind of reminds you of, right, you know, you, we all have jobs, right? We all have nine to five jobs. You go into work nine to five every single day. And then there's that one person that for some odd reason always gets the benefits that you don't get. Why is this person allowed to telework? Why is this person getting the final say on major decisions? I'm working my ass off. I sound like Joe Biden, right? I'm working my ass off right now. Why is he getting the final say or he or she? That's what Jay Electronica feels like. A privileged artist. An artist that got lucky that he got to know who Jay-Z was, that hyped himself up, hyped him up because we like Jay-Z. We have to like Jay Electronica because Jay-Z likes Jay Electronica. I get it. For this reason alone, I know for sure there's a lot of people that listen to this a written testimony album and said automatically, before even hearing anything, I don't like it. You, my friend, are somebody, understandably so and justifiably so, that is using your feelings towards Jay Electronica to dock what he was able to accomplish on this body of work called the written testimony. And I understand it. I get it. But once again, what makes our job hard and why we succeed most of the time is that we are able to take everything that happened in the past, push it aside, take everything that you see in terms of how something was made, Push that aside and just listen to the music and judge it for that. If you are just strictly judging the music that you hear on this album, there is no way in hell you can give this anything less than a B plus. Point blank period. There's no reason. Matter of fact, I'll go as far as to say it's irresponsible to give this album anything less than a B plus. All right. See now now this is where I, now, now, now this is where I gotta interject. Irresponsible. Irresponsible. I'm not. I'm not rolling with irresponsible. I will it say. Irresponsible. I, no, brother. I'm not. I'm not letting you get that off. Uh, okay. I, I, I'm not letting you get irresponsible off because while you are correct as far as how you assess what we do, right? We should be looking at this objectively. Which, by the way, I am. It may sound like hate, but I look at the totality of the offering. I don't just look at the music because you know why? It's not always just about the music. A lot of this is about things that are surrounding the music, things that make up why you should care about the music. When we talk about Lil Uzi Vert, right, we already acknowledge that content-wise, he's probably not saying a whole lot. Matter of fact, it's not even probable. He's not saying anything groundbreaking, right? It's more than just the content. It's It's how his persona has seemingly transitioned or, or penetrated music, right? It's his style. It's his aura. It's also his ability to sing and rap and the melody. So that's the musical aspect, 
right? From Jay Electronica's standpoint, I get it. He is a philosophical rapper at probably the highest height right now in music. And while I'm with you on that aspect as far as how that is how that translates to the music, there are elements of him and also this this album that is not so great. And we can't just look at the music when it comes to this guy. We just can't. We cannot. There's too many things surrounding him. There's too many things surrounding the music that you have to point out. And that's what I am choosing to do. It's I'm taking a holistic look. You're taking a music look. I'm taking a holistic look of, of him and what he put out with this album. What do you say to that? <sighs> I get where you're coming from. Holistically, yes. How all those finer details and intricacies that go into it. I get it. I understand it. But either you are the docker or the person that, you know, gives credit where credit is due. So when 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 Lil Uzi Vert, when I talked about his content not being like the best on Eternal Take, I docked him points for that. But I gave him credit for everything else that he did. Now, content-wise, I'm not sitting here saying that the album should be like, you know, uh, uh, like thrown in the trash just because the content was bad. That's just something that I docked points for. Personally, your complaints are not something that is something you can dock points for because it doesn't have impact on the music. In the end of the day, if you're somebody that's complaining about Jay-Z being on half the album, how is that a bad thing? No, I get where you're, you're coming you're not, from, but it, how is that a bad thing I, from a music standpoint? I, 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 no, it's not a bad... So again, we're not talking about the music that... So, we're not solely talking well, about the music can, that we receive. Hold it, on, dude, can I say this? Can I say this? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let me, let me say this. Let me go say ahead. this. At the end of the day, here's where I would have been like, this is distasteful. If he put Jay-Z on the album and then it didn't mesh well. Like their chemistry was off. He was just throwing Jay-Z in random places that he shouldn't have been. Or like he pretty much was clearly using Jay-Z strictly for clout. Then, okay, I'll have an issue with it because it, I can hear it in the music chemistry-wise when it comes to dynamic, when it comes to just Oh, I see you clout chasing. There was nothing about the chemistry that was off on the album. There was nothing about, you know, it feeling like it was clout chasing. Everything felt organic. I can respect organic. I can respect you. You can you can put anybody on the. You can put Joe Biden. This is my second time mentioning Joe Biden. You can put Joe Biden on the album. Yeah, we know who, we know organic, who you're voting for. <laughs> if it's organic. If it comes across as like, yo, it meshes well, their chemistry seems real, I have no issue with it. So I don't understand how you can dot points just because you feel like, oh, you're Jay-Z. No, nah, I'll say this. It didn't have an impact I, I, on I'll say music. this. I'll say this. I'll say this. And, and I'm speaking for myself because, and I'm, you might agree with me. If we're going to give credit, and by the way, this is, a, this is a global thing that I give towards artists. There's an element of artistry that I highlight purposefully when an artist puts out an album and they carry the whole album themselves 
They put the whole album on their back. No features. They might have one feature, right? At most. Carry the whole album. Put together a body of work that is only their sound. They Their voice messes with the production. And they carry it to an album that people respect, right? Yes. I yes. highlight that so much above when artists collaborate so much right we know who we're talking about there's plenty of artists who yes. collaborate way too damn often because they can't do it themselves i right? agree with that i don't have to point out names you know who i'm talking about i agree with that for, here's the thing. for j electronica for this to be his debut and go call on the greatest rapper of all time the greatest rapper of all time to be on his album it's one thing to have a feature a verse or maybe even two okay cool i would be okay with him having two he was on damn near every song. I am not going to be okay but with he, that. I'm just not. Problem. I'm here's just the not. Problem with what you said, I made, I, I made a comment that maybe it was it slipped through the cracks with you. Okay. But I said either you are a doctor, or you are somebody that gives credit where credit is due. I give credit for people that can do a whole album by themselves. I give you credit for that. But if you can't do that, I'm not going to dock you if you did it tastefully. Like Travis Scott, I may not give you credit. I won't give you credit. But if you did it tastefully, I won't dock you for that. Travis Scott with, in World, he had a whole a crap load of features on there. Right. But for the most part, every single feature was almost done tastefully. Fair I would, enough. I would, I would, I would th- almost like, okay, I'll give you another example. Um, the closest thing I can say to um, what Jay Electronica did was sort of what um, Dr. Dre did with The Chronic, where Dr. Dre is probably on 25% of that album, rapping-wise, maybe 30 But you get Snoop Dogg heavy on there, Corrupt is heavy on there, like a whole bunch of people are heavy on there. I dare somebody to tell me that's not a classic album. But the point, but hold on, I, I I get the I get the analogy, but the 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 obvious difference is that Dr. Dre is not a rapper, right? Nor did he ever claim to be a rapper. We every we everybody knows that he people get people write for that man. Jay Electronica has been so highly see, praised. What you doing? The, it, see, bro, that's, that's bro, the problem. Bro, no, that's no, no, your no. Problem right bro, there. L- listen, you're, you're, you're it's, trying to no, pick the nitty gritty. I'm letting the day. It's a body of work, bro. I, we know it. We understand it's a body of work. But I don't care if you're look, the rapper. Or the bro, business, look, you make a good body look of work. Look beyond that. There's more to the music than just the fact that okay, he gave you an album and it's it sounds like it's good. Okay, cool. We, I never knocked him for the album sounding bad. As a matter of fact, I said, the album sounds really good. Like, if we're just judging the music, like, which is what you're doing, right? I'm giving it credit because it sounds great. Like, that shit is so smooth. As a matter of fact, it sounds like an audio book. You throw that joint on. I'm an audio book listener. That joint sounds like you can soak up so much knowledge. It's easy to listen to. There's, It's very seamless, which is credit to Jay-Z and him, like you said, tastefully being on the album. I get all of that. That's fine. I don't disagree with that. But this is his debut. I got nothing from him like that from this album. I'm so, talking about so, Jay Electronica. So I got so, nothing. I so, didn't so, get that much. So you would be more, you would be okay if he dropped a debut album by himself that wasn't that good over him dropping an album with Jay-Z that was really good, that the chemistry was great. At the end of the day, I just want Jay Electronica to drop a good album. 
and and, and 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 I would give it more specific because you know we deviated from uh-huh. why I didn't even really get to tell you why it was a great album to me. Sure, go yeah, talk about. And the end of the day, his rapping was phenomenal, fantastic, fantastic on the album. Top notch. He's rapping. an amazing rapper. Top notch MC. Okay, so amazing. I have a problem with that. So okay, his rapping was top notch. Production wise. It was great. I would not. I would great not say production, production was top notch. It was great. It would, was great. I would not. It was, it I would was not highlight production. the production. To be it was great. Me personally. I didn't say top notch. I said great. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah I give you that. It, it was cool. I would say it was cool. It's great production. It was cool. I think, sort of like you said with the, the whole auto book, audio book feel. I agree with that. It, it almost felt like an album that was like a storytell, not storytelling album. But like a, uh, it's almost like it read like a book, like a, a, a one of your favorite books, like a kind of like a hip hop frog and toad. <laughs> you can you can figure out which which rappers frog or toad, Jay Z or Jay Electronica. I can't remember what the difference is between the two. But <laughs> in the end of the day, like it was it was so well done. The way the songs flowed with one another was was great. Um, the back and forth that Jay-Z and Electronica were doing was dope. It just seemed like two friends that just were kind of just speaking about what they believe in. It, it was just so well done that to me, I'm like, there's no way. Like, I don't care how it was conceived. I really don't. I don't care how it was conceived. K- Kanye has Kanye is famous for dropping albums that a lot of other people do the work on those albums. As artist standpoint, you can't tell me them albums aren't great. Like this is a great. I, I don't care how. I think you're missing. My, I think I you're really missing don't. my point. I think you're missing my point because I'm not. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with any of what you just said. I, I, I'm really not. Like everything you just said, I agree with you. But I think you're missing my point. My biggest point, at least. My biggest point. But I'm gonna let you finish, and then I'm gonna re, I'm gonna reiterate my point. No, re, re, reiterate. I'm pretty much done. Oh, okay. No, I'm just, dude, my, my, my overall point, and you could disagree with this. That's fine. My overall point is the fact that you cannot argue with a few things. Number one, this was his debut album, right? I don't even think that's a, I don't even think that's a, that deserves an answer, but sure. I believe that's his debut album. It's his debut album. I just, I already know the answer. I just want you to answer it. Number two, for this to be his debut album, we were not aware that Jay-Z was, <laughs> was, was going to be on this joint for half the time. And while I love the fact that Hove was, he gave us all he gave because who doesn't want more Hove? Come on. Like, I am not complaining that I got more Hove than I thought I was going to get, right? That's not what this is about. So this is less about me getting what, what we got from Hove or his contributions more than it is a knock on an artist who everybody anointed from the very beginning, God MC, you know, he's getting those type of tags, never dropped an album. He dropped an album finally only for us to get really what was a joint album, but yet it's a, it's a debut. It's weird, bro. And if it was anybody else, we would call it that. 
But because Jay-Z is involved, because the rapping is so phenomenal, we have to automatically act like none of those other factors matter. But I'm here to tell you they do matter. They don't matter. It they do. They it do matter. They not matter. They but matter. That's, and that's the, that's the, that's the problem. They matter. It matters. That's the problem I have with people like you. <laughs> Go, hey, listen. That's cool. That's pro- I have a problem. I, with and that. I got a problem with people like you too who that. don't care about that extra I, shit when it matters. I, I have a problem with that. I, in the end of the day, like I said, I mean, what you're saying, yeah, it's his debut album. Okay? But he, he gave you. Listen, the yo, 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 let me give, let me give you, let me give you another example. Let me, let me give you an example. If we gonna talk about, we gonna talk, we gonna talk about this next artist in a few. But I'm gonna tip the people off. Don Tolliver, right? We're gonna talk about him in a few. Okay. Don Tolliver gave us his debut, right? If Travis Scott was on more than half of the album, I ain't talking about production wise. I'm talking about feature wise. You and the album was good. Yeah, you're gonna say the album is good, but you're gonna be like, well. He, you know, he didn't, Don Tolliver didn't really give us more than he, we probably thought he was going to give us, especially with this being his debut. That would be a knock. And for you to act, you of all people, to act like that would not be a, a knock is that disingenuous. That would be a knock on him. It'd be disingenuous. That would be a knock. That, that That's not even a knock on him. That would be me. Only thing I would do is say, okay, Jay. You dropped an album and a written testimony that was very good, but at the end of the day, you haven't proven anything when it comes to making albums. Does that mean I have to knock the album that he made? No. It just means that, yo, you haven't proven yourself yet, which I agree. He hasn't proven himself. Do I think he took the easy way out? He had Jay-Z. He was lucky enough to have the resource that is Jay-Z. Yes, he's lucky. Not 99.5% of the people Walking planet Earth does not have a resource like that in Jay-Z. I get it. Yes. But at the end of the day, that doesn't dock the album. That docks him. That docks his career. Yes, his career can get docked for that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, it's almost like you're the type of person. You are the type of person. And yes, I'm, I'm, I'm going OD. I don't really feel like that. You're a very nice person. You're really cool. You know, but for, for podcast purposes, I'm going to go hard at you. You are the type of person that would look at Scottie Pippen's career accomplishments and say, oh, he played with Michael Jordan. That doesn't mean that he is the greatest player in any type of capacity. No. He, his championships were impressive. He was very good. In the end of the day, was he able to accomplish anything without Michael Jordan? No, he wasn't. But we have to give him his credit that when he did have Michael Jordan, he played very good basketball. Point blank, period. Well, I would actually disagree with... Hold on, hold on one second. Go ahead, go ahead. You can dock, you can dock Scottie Pippen's career all you want. You can say he never won by himself. That is fine. Go ahead and dock it. I, I don't care. But at the end of the day, you can't dock his accomplishments of winning a championship. Never, never. You can I, never dock what he did on a championship team. I don't care how they got there. Same thing with Steph Curry, Kevin Durant going on there. Yeah, I get it. It was a weak-ass move by Kevin Durant. I get it. But they won the championship. You can't dock the championship, but you can dock the man. What I'm saying is you can dock Jay Electronica all you want, and that's fine. I'll be okay with that. I agree with you. But you can't dock the body of work that he made, which which to me would be equivalent 
to winning a championship. Nope. I, I knew that's what yes, you, I knew that I knew yes, that's I knew that's what yes, I knew that's what that you was concluding. I knew that's what you were concluding, and I disagree with that. This is not a championship okay. album. It's not. All right. It's not. Right. I knew okay. that's where you were going. But hey, okay. listen, you know but what? You, you know what? Okay. You know what? And by the way, I disagree with you. But you about to give you about to give Oliver's album. You about to give it an A plus. You you're actually about to break the bank on this album. You about to be like, yo, hey. All the credit that I have stored in my body, I'm about to give it to Don Tolliver's album. Well, I bet because you he did it by himself. I bet you would think that, wouldn't you? Yeah, uh, we could use the same. You, hey, if that's the case, we'll give Megan <laughs> The Stallion credit too. Megan <laughs> The Stallion, she's gonna get a, a A plus from now on. Nobody getting credit for that. Listen, all, listen. All I'm saying is this: if if I sound if my tone sounds like I'm going hard at him, hey man, so be it. I think the album again, musically speaking, you dislike mu- musically musically speaking. This album yeah. is top notch rap. I haven't you, heard anything rap. I'm talking about I have, rap wise, and we just talking about hip hop. I haven't heard anything this high quality since uh, probably Daytona. Push a T. Like, what the frick are you watch? But I give it a tip. What? Yo, listen. Listen. Yo, yo, yo. Listen. You, you're how not. You're not you following. Doc? Again, how you're not following. You're not following. You didn't. Kanye West was the reason Daytona you see, was I'm, that you, great. You see what I'm saying? How come you don't doc bro, Daytona? Bro, bro. Listen. I speak English and I speak it very well. Right. Listen to the, the the differences in why I don't believe it's on the caliber of Daytona. I only thing I compared it to was the top notch rapping ability, right? That's what I compared it to. I didn't say the overall album as a whole is as good as Daytona. I was speaking about the rap specifically. That was what I said. But the reason why I would I wouldn't even compare it to Daytona at the end of the day is because Pusha T literally held his own on that album. I don't give a damn who featured. He was the reason. Of course, the production was a highly, highly important candidate as to why the the overall album was received the way it was. But Pusha T's performance on his own merit was the reason why that album was so damn good. You can say whatever you want, but that is not the same circumstances with this album here. If Pusha T were to have an album with his idol, whoever the hell that is, let's assume it's Jay-Z. If Jay-Z was on half of that project, we would probably be like, yo, that album is fire, right? Like we say it is. But you would you would be like, eh, I'm not sure if I can call it. Yeah, you would knock it a bit. Now, I think what we're what we're disagreeing with right now is how much we are quote unquote knocking the album because of Jay-Z's contribution. I think that's really what the difference is. Because while you don't care because it was tastefully done, I think it was tastefully done as well, but I'm actually knocking it specifically with the fact that this was his debut. I'm giving it a C, bro. Like, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm giving it I'm a C. Gonna, I, I, hey, listen. And you gave it a what? A B? What brother, did you give it brother, again? What'd you give it? I gave it an A. A minus. You gave it an A minus. <laughs> okay. A, a to A minus. I'm giving it a brother, C. Brother, brother, from a friend. I, I can tell you, I can tell you right brother. now. I, I'm going to tell you right. This is from a friend. Go for it. And I, and I this got This is you. from a friend. Go for it. <laughs> Delusion might be <laughs> a symptom of COVID-19. <laughs> because <laughs> you're sounding delusional right What are you talking? I'm making no, no, perfect no, sense. I, I, honestly, what are you talking okay, about? Not, you're not talking. You're not sounding delusional. I mean, you can joke all you want, bro. Like I my, can sit here and I, tell you the Ill, Ill-advised wise guys crew 
everybody that listens to this not rolling with that take because that is the most biased most what is biased most... about what i say i don't know because the man you just sat here and said that <laughs> i don't know you, this man it's, bi- it's biased because i'm saying it's biased because what i just stated he's a very unlikable person no you right? said that he's i didn't a, say that uh, okay uh, that's that's what you're giving off no i but you're i never off said the that idea that you just don't like jail at i never so said I say that that's though what you're giving off. Because <laughs> The reason I know you never said that. I said that you're giving off based on what you heard. Well, I'm like, like, well, I'm like, you know, that's not the case. To, that's not the okay. case. I don't, I don't hate him. Biases, I don't, I have nothing. What I'm saying him. is biases. In the end of the day, you heard Jay Z. Jay Z's on half the album. I get it. But there's so many people that actually benefit from producers doing a lot of the work. Pusha T is another example. Pusha T, great rapper. I think he's amazing. But Pusha T has actually gotten a lot of help from Pharrell in the past from the Neptunes. For their debut album with the clips, the uh, Pusha T and, and Malice, right? Pharrell was on like 60% of the song, maybe even 70% of the song. Not as an artist. He was singing. Was he no, on no, he wasn't was he on, on 60% as a singer. I said as a okay, singer. Yes, on Grinding. Was, you know, who did the course for Grinding? That's one. Grinding. Okay, that's one song. Okay. okay. Uh, when the last time, uh, 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 when the last time, he who's on the hook of that? Yeah, for real. I'm telling you, he's That's on two songs. On, I, I, do you want me to go back to that whole album? And t- I know, yo, that we don't, album we don't have right. to. That's not I even, know that. I that's know that besides the right. point. So, but my thing is, okay, on their debut album, they had one of the hottest producers in the game at that time helping them. Do I dock them points for that? No, because the way it was done. That was their debut. You keep album. talking about producing, producer. bro. Jay Z is not a producer. Okay, okay producer. And we talking about he rapping. Was, he was okay, and he was okay. Let me ask you something. You keep which is funny. Which is funny. All the examples, all of the examples that you gave me was Daytona, which was a contribution oh, by a producer, finish. Kanye, and then also, and then also the clips and Pharrell and the Neptunes, who are also produ- production team. But they're singing. I'm telling. I'm telling you. Let me tell. I'm, I got oh, the album pulled God. up. I'm telling you, young boy. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First, let me get you where you're about to get got. Yeah, First you can try. Most, I told, on young boy, go back and look, listen to Lord Willen. Young boy, Pharrell's on the hook. Virginia, Pharrell's on that song, I believe. Grinding, Cot Damn, Pharrell's on. My I Don't Love Her, Pharrell's on. When the Last Time, Pharrell's on. Gangsta Lean, Pharrell's on, doing the hook. So, and then in the day, like, what I'm trying to say is, you're over here trying to say, oh, oh, oh Jay-Z was on it. Well, Pharrell was the one that was actually doing the hooks. Which one gets more recognition? The hooks on songs or the rapping on the songs? Hooks. That's the thing that draws people in. They use Pharrell to draw people in. So I understand. Well, how can we not dock so, points so, for that? So, so, so I understand. At the end of the day, it was you know, so good. You know, you, know, you don't need to dock you know, points. You know, why, you know why we're not docking points for that? You know why the clips are so Here heavily respected? You know Here why? It's why? because they held their own from a rapping standpoint. Plus, Pharrell was not a rapper. There was so never, there was never, there was never, standpoint? there was never a need. There was never a need to compare what the clips did to what Pharrell does. Right? It, they, they're two separate entities. Like they both do completely different things. So there's no need to compare the two. With Jay Z and, and Jay Electronica, the whole aspect of what they both do is rapping. And I told you this offline. Jay Z Jay Z body Jay Electronica I, I throughout the whole album. I, I, I promise you. Body. For, but, so and I'm thing. not even I'm not even so, exaggerating so, either. So as much as you say, so, <laughs> he actually so, so, outperformed on. him so, on his so, debut. Let me. Let me. That's a something. problem. Let me ask you something, brother, brother, 
Let me ask you something, brother. Let me ask you something. So you Bro. are so quick to give. <laughs> hold on. Go ahead, you go ahead, are go ahead, so go ahead. quick to dock points from Jay Electronica for putting Jay-Z on the album. How come you don't give him points for putting Jay-Z on the album and having somebody that can literally body you and you're trying to go back and forth with him, trying to body the greatest rapper, regarded as one of the greatest rappers in the game. You let him be on songs in which people can say they bodied you and you, you stood your own trying to go against them? Like, the bravery that it takes to even put Jay-Z on an album that much, knowing that people could criticize you, knowing that this is your debut album, that you could get overshadowed, and the way that he did it was so well done that it didn't even come across like an overshadowing. It came across as a brotherhood of two dudes that's just spitting about some serious-ass stuff. How can you don't give him credit for that? But you're so quick to dock points just because old Jay-Z's on it. Yo, what are you talking about? Like, who see that see the problem is the problem is you of all people and I'm I'm now you're the representative for the people that disagree with my position, right? Like, y'all are so freaking blinded by the fucking simple and mere aspect that Jay Electronica is an amazing rapper, which I will never dispute. He's amazing, right? Y'all are so blinded by that that you can't even see any other aspect. The obvious aspect, which, by the way, a lot of people have said, I am not the only person. I didn't make this take up. Like, I'm not the only person saying it. Jay- Jay-Z outperformed Jay Electronica, and it wasn't even close, actually. And so while it'd be one thing for us to be debating this on one song, right? It'd be like, okay, if they had one song together or two songs together and he outperformed, okay, cool, whatever, all right, whatever. He's on too many songs for that to become a theme. And that is where it becomes a little dicey, to be honest with you. And so okay. and, and so I'm that not, is really was, the angle. It was unlike everything. It was unlike anything I've ever heard before. I'm that, not gonna lie. Bro, that's the angle. The it's it's for, not it's not that they were on the song his, together. It, it's it's bro, you're on too it, many songs for this to be a theme of what I'm am listening to personally. I thought but at the end of the day, that's the theme of the album. And that's, that's cool. The theme. Like I said, so, I think so, the album's good. So, I just so you, I knock you, it way what, too much. You're talking about what is what shouldn't be a theme and what's not a theme. And then in the day, that's the theme. Two dudes that are good MCs rapping with each other. Now, if you thought that the greatest rapper of all time was gonna get bodied by Jay Electronica, uh, I'll take that bet. If you thought Jay Electronica was going to body him, I'll take that bet. That's a bad bet. He's the greatest rapper of all time. That's what I'm saying. The great. He's obviously it's going to be a hard time trying to body Jay Z. Now, I don't think personally Jay Z bodied him, but personally, I think what it is is we're so used to Jay Z, and before Jay Z even opens his mouth, we already giving him credit for things he didn't even say yet. Nope, that's not. He, what he was happened. just like, oh, it's Jay Z. That's I not love what Jay-Z. happened, bro. He was before rapping. He actually listened. He to was rapping. Circles. Nobody in their right mind can listen to that album and say Jay Z body Jay Electronica. Nobody he was rapping right circles around that. Mind. I'm telling he you, he was not. But that, that's, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm, I you know, to it too. go go listen again. Go listen again. I listen and, to and it go listen times. and see I'm the you. and see the, the 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 way he was able to just switch from different subject matter to subject. Like it, the man is a veteran beyond beyond imagination. And while that's not a hot take to say Jay Z is an amazing rapper, I'm just letting you know that that is how good he is, and he showed that on this album. He showed I it. Think, I personally didn't think he bodied him, but that, that's fine. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. That's fine. You know what? I, I think we, I, I, I don't want to. De- I don't want to debate about your, that. Your disgust for Jay Electronica has reached 
new levels of ill-advised wise see, guys high. See, you know what? Your disgust is if, on the same level as my disgust for Gunna. And my disgust <laughs> for Gunna is, is that's a 2019. Yo, you, you like Gunna, man. Stop it. Knock I it love off. Gunna. So, this is t- in 2018, I didn't really like Gunna okay. that much, but I've come around. Well, I don't love Jay Electronica. You need, to, you need to do the same. I don't love Jay come Electronica. Let me, let me tell you that right now. And I don't know if I Maybe. will. We'll see. You know, you never know the future, man. You, you to know, make it, a quick joke. Go ahead. If, if Jay-Z was on five songs on his next album, it would be actually a downgrade because Jay-Z was on, what, 10? Yeah, but but hopefully... Jay-Z's only on five songs. Yo, let me... No, no, Jay-Z's on, he's on more than five. But, <laughs> no, I'm talking I, about his new album. Oh, yeah. New one. Well, let me, put on five. let me put it like this. I hope that new album does not only have five songs. Let, let, let's hope there's more songs where we can actually hear that man like pr- prove that he can make a body of work. Because I didn't hear it. I didn't improve anything. And I think I heard well, you we'll agree see. with me on that in that aspect. I agree. I he, agree. Didn't he, didn't he didn't prove anything. anything. So if you didn't prove anything, if you didn't well, prove anything, what the hell are we sitting here arguing about? I just you didn't said prove he anything. told you a hundred times. That doesn't mean you can dock the album. Yes, it does. Draymond Green has not proven anything in terms of an NBA player. Well, He's a good defensive player. What are you but talking at the end about? Of the day, hold on, hold on. He has not proven that he can carry a team. No one said he to could. a championship by himself. Okay. And, so and, and, when 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 uh-huh. he when in the end of the day he has three championships or four. Well, I don't know how many he had. Okay. He has a lot of championships. Has he proven to me that he's a championship player? No, he hasn't. But that doesn't dock his contributions to those championships that he made. The championships that he he got. He's earned it. He deserved it. He played well. Like I, he he did his thing. Don't dock that. Don't dock the album. I dock be, the man. I'll be honest. That's what with, I'm saying. I'll be honest with you. I think and, and we're gonna move on. Uh we have to move on. But I'll be honest with you. I think you got Draymond Green fucked up. <laughs> I think you got Draymond Green uh, fucked up. Draymond Green, Draymond know, Green you know talk, earned. You know Draymond Green earned everything you, that he got. You, you better you better put Barclay, respect on Draymond's you know, you know name, Tom bro. Barclay's go, going around calling Draymond. What? Triple single. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That oh, oh. Like that's true. Points, four rebounds. Come on, man. No, no, no. no. But come on. We ain't going to lie. Like, we ain't going to act like this is not a come down on, year for the entire organization. Come but come on, man. Let's come be on, honest. Man. Let's be he honest. He doesn't even feel like playing right now. He be getting ejected. Yo. Just so he won't have to be out there. So we going to sit here. We going to sit here and act like Charles Barkley is the authority on, on takes. Listen. Charles Barkley. He's Charles wrong. Barkley. He's wrong. I don't agree with him. In, in that whole right. situation, I don't. But whatever, that's not that's not okay. even what we're talking about, man. Draymond right, Green earned his go. take, and and I know you so feel different. Uch likes Draymond, and Uch hates Jay Electronica. All right, let's well, put that on the well, board. And you hate uh, Gunna, aka Wanna, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you hate Wanna. Uh, who else do you hate? Uh, hmm. Oh, you hate Logic. Uh, no, okay, that's justifiable. <laughs> that's justifiable. Oh, says who? Says who? It's like nah. <laughs> Just look at him. <laughs> you see, hey, yo, hey, you, hey, you got to keep the same energy, dog. You got to start keep. I'm gonna start calling you out because you're not keeping the same energy. You got people you don't fuck with because of nothing musical, and and you got an issue with me yeah, taking a position okay, outside okay. of music, huh? I don't understand that go. about you, but I'll you know what? Bigger, it's cool. I'll be the. I'll be the bigger. It's cool. Here. It's cool. You know what? I'll it's cool. I'm person. used to this. Uh, I'll, be the, I'll be the bigger person. I think we should move on, though, man. What a deep dive on Jay Electronica. I kind of knew it was going to happen, though. It was needed. I kind of knew that was going to happen. Uh, I needed to slay some blasphemous people. <laughs> uh, yo, let's move on, man. And let's actually 
speed it up a bit. Uh, All right, let's go. Childish Gambino, Donald Glover dropped his new album called May 15th. Um, not sure how to, you know. Have you heard anybody say this out loud yet? Like, how, how do they refer to this out? I know it came it's, out today. It's March 15th. No wonder. Oh, my bad. Yeah. What did I say, May? Yeah, you said May. Oh, whoops. May, hey, if we're talking about May, we'd probably be out of this coronavirus right now. I was like, wait, what? True March. shit, man. March 15th. There you go. How about that? Um, Or 3-15-20. I, I, listen, I want to hear what you have to say, man. Can I, can I hear what you have to say? Because I heard you just did a review, Thank man. God. So let's hear. Thank God. Let the rational person go first. Yeah, and, All and right. as soon as I hear blasphemous, I'm going in, <laughs> bro. All right, so first and foremost, I've always loved Challenge Gambino. Like, um, you know, there's there's two different people, right? There's Lil Uzi Vert's of the world, and then there's Challenge Gambino's of the world. Lil Uzi Vert is somebody that, you know, is innovative as an artist. It doesn't necessarily mean he's continuously growing or perfecting his craft or experimenting and trying different things. It just means that he has a good gauge of where hip hop can go next uh, based off of his sound. And I think his sound just organically, you know, is futuristic sounding. Childish Gambino is somebody that has literally transformed himself into an artist that is almost like, almost like, what, masterful? I don't know the word to use. Uh, transcending? If you remember where he first started, when he even announced that he was a rapper, um, a lot of us laughed at him. I'm one of those people that laughed at him. I was like, who is this guy? Like, Childish Gambino? He said that he got his name from like a Wu-Tang name generator. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, pretty much it didn't sound like he was going to be... T- taking you know his music career seriously then you hear him do some freestyles you're like wait a second that's actually pretty good rapper pretty good rapper i want notice that i said that rapper then you know he drops his album um rapping heartbeat one of my favorite songs by him uh rapping tough on it uh he shows a glimpse of singing but mainly the rapping is the thing that you take away from it uh and then you say damn when it's all said and done Charles Gambino is a good rapper. What does he do? He drops another body of work that he's primarily singing. And I'm like, wait a second. I liked him as a rapper. Why is he singing now? I just accepted him as a legit rapper that can spit bars. So when he dropped Kawhi, is that how you say it? Kawhi, Kawhi, uh, short body of work, Jaden Smith's on it. He's doing a lot of singing on it. I warm up to his singing. Warm up to his melody. Warm up to, to, to his ability to just appeal as a singer. Next thing you know it, he drops um, his next body of work. And he's on some 1970s disco uh, soul train stuff. Talking about some red bone with a pitch of voice I've never heard before. And I'm like, yo, bro, I just liked you as a singer. Now you completely switched your style up. Now you're on some 70s stuff. So that to me is an ability to transform yourself as an artist over and over again, taking chances, taking, uh, 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 you know, taking advantage of just like 
making people feel uncomfortable with the music that you're making. This album is yet another transformation for him. Uh, if you watched Guava Island, like I told Uch, as soon as this is over, go ahead and watch Guava Island. That's a fantastic movie. It's a musical, half musical, half movie type thing in which, you know, it's Donald Glover and Rihanna. And um, on it, he performs some of the songs that you hear on this album. And then he also just shows his ability to be a performer, point blank, period. Mm-hmm. His charisma, his energy, his um, ability to storytell. And I think that's my biggest takeaway from 31520. It's a level of music that I'm not even going to say is music, just music. It's a, it's a, it's a experience. It's an experience. So it's a, it's a cinematic-like experience to me. Yes, you still get your good melodies. Yes, you still get your raps that are pretty solid, pretty decent. Yes, you still get your ratchetness. There's a song with 21 Savage mm-hmm. that's pretty good. I'm not even going to attempt to give you the titles of these songs because it's all types of weird-ass numbers. But you get everything. And he shows you an ability to make music that doesn't sound like it's coming from Donald Glover himself, but that is coming from different characters. Like there's one song that sounds like he's a preacher, right? You know the song I'm talking about? One of the last, maybe it is the last song on the album uh, where he sounds like Anderson Pop. Mm. But he sounds like a preacher. He's uplifting people, empowering them. And then you got another song where he plays like this Pimpadocious dude. That's the one with 21 Savage. Then you got this Disney Plus ass song with Ariana Grande, one of the ones that only has a name, Time. Then you got some funky, futuristic, um, I don't know, Soul Train-like song and uh, algorithm. It's Donald Glover showing off an ability to transform himself even more impressively from song to song not from album to album not from body to body of work to body of work not from movie to movie Mm -hmm. from song to song and to be able to do that is highly impressive so musically do i think the, the body of work is great yes i do but i think you have to look at it as an experience. And I think that if you look at it that way, you would appreciate it for what it is. And so therefore, I give it about a B, about a B plus. Let's say a B plus. Um, once again, how the way I was talking about it would sound like it would be an A, but the reason I wouldn't give it an A is because I just felt like there was a lot of times where he actually compromised something that was good for an experience, if that makes sense. So, like, for instance, on one of his songs, the, the, the joint with him and 21 Savage, um, it was interesting, it was good, but then it was like, what the hell are you really talking about? Like, if you actually came with traditional lyrics, maybe mm-hmm. I would like it a little more. Um, 
And then, you know, he was switching stuff up, like switching instrumentals up within songs, like just doing all kinds of things. Yes, once again, like I said, I'm, I'm nitpicky. I, I nitpick and I find little things that I kind of dislike about albums. That was one of the things I disliked. At the end of the day, he, he switched up things that were good a little too much. But B Plus is still great. And I still think it's a very good album. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Hey, what a what a deep dive that was. That was a hell of a breakdown of this man's album, especially the fact that it just came out today. Props. Uh, and I haven't broke it down to that level. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I've heard it one time in passing, and again, I gave it a very very strong listen. And I typically do that to the albums that I listen to. I you know I try to be very present when i listen to albums and this is one of those albums that if you're present in any way if you are awake and you are really listening especially with your earphones on by the way because this is one of those albums that you need to hear in your in your in your headphones by the way that's that's a separate topic that i want to talk about at some point not a big deal but there is a huge difference with listening to music on the speaker and in your headphones it changes everything and with this music being uh and sorry this album uh, or rather the music on this album being so uh, experience-laced, it's one of those albums that's going to take you to different places. And, you know, Childish Gambino is the modern... He's probably one of the best versions of the modern-day Renaissance man. I, I mean, I can't think of many people in our lifetime, at least, that have been able to have so many different passions, so many different... Uh, you know, areas of creativity that they're able to uh, put out. Of course, there's Jamie Foxx. You know, there's there's various names. I would say Jamie Foxx is probably one of the more recent people who's able to do what J Donald Glover does and somebody who has many different areas but is able to do it at a high level. While I'm giving D Jamie credit a whole lot of uh, credit from his comedy to his singing to his acting, I got to... Personally, I got to hold my man Childish Gambino in that same breath. I, I mean, what can you even say negatively about this album? I understand the nitpicking. I understand, you know, the various things and nuances that we can really pick out if we really pay attention to the, the, the nitty gritty details. Um, but from a musical standpoint, from a artistic standpoint, I haven't heard anything like this in a very long time. Uh, especially this year. I mean, I, I'll start with this year. We're in March now, but it's been a while since I've been taking on an experience like this. This is one of those albums I'm going to have to listen to about 10 more times to really, really understand what I'm listening to. It's It, it kind of reminds me of when he put out This Is America, uh, especially the, vis the visuals to it. And there was so much going on in that, in that, in that music video, right? You know, if you really pay attention, it was a four minute song, four minute, four to six minute video, something like that. But from scene to scene, there's so many different things you can pick out. And that just that just speaks to the creativity of, of Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, call him whatever you want and what he brings to the table. So it's hard for me. I'll be honest. It's very hard for me to listen to this album one time and really have a solid grasp as to what i just heard or experienced as you said q but our first listen i will say that um it was extremely positive I'm, i mean i'm talking about 
I got to give this album about a B, a B plus. I mean, it's 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 so dynamic, man. I can't even like honestly, it has damn near every genre that is even possible to make in music. You know, some of the songs have multiple genres within them. Um, And again, man, the songs are so weirdly named that it's even hard to reference the songs that you even heard. Right. Like, what, what am I going to be like? Yo, hey, uh, hey, remember that song, uh, 19.15? Like, come on. Like, I'm not even yeah. about to sit here and do that right now because it's so new. But And I think in time, it will make more sense. Uh, at in least time, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt them. I think that, that, possibly, that calling possibly. it those numbers is going to hurt them. I don't I know, maybe, man. Maybe down the line, if he, it forces you to have to listen to the whole body of work. Which is why it won't hurt him, I think. It will actually make people lean in, I think. It'll make people lean in more. I think it's going to hurt him. I personally, remember, it's almost similar to Kendrick Lamar, right? He dropped that album, Untitled. Yeah. He had a whole bunch of songs called Untitled. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even take the time to like figure out which ones I like on that album. That's fact. I don't even work. go back to the album because it's just too Stop much. Stop doing a lot. Like, I, I don't want to do a lot of work. And so, yes, right now as the album is hot and like people want to listen to it, okay, it'll get its buzz, but like let's say a year from now if i want to listen to a song from that album and then start trying to remember which one was it was it 1916 i just want to listen to that one song i like like you know it's going to be hard yeah it's hard it's hard but but i will say this for the casual fan if you if you are uh somebody who's not familiar with this man's music at all like if you've never given childish gambino's music a listen at all because i know there's people out there be be prepared, be prepared because I think this album is going to take you on a a hell of a roller coaster that you may actually not even like this man because it's going I, it's going to like, force you to think outside of the box. Well, and that's why I'm saying you might not like him because I feel like if you're somebody who's closed minded, which I'm not saying people who don't listen to Charles Gambino's music are closed minded, but hey, for whatever reason, you may not know who he is. It's going to force you to really pay attention, and you may not want to. For somebody that you don't know, and it's and you might be like, "Man, this is too different. Like it's way too different." I'm urging you to sit through it because by the time you get get to the end, you know it's really going to change your perspective on somebody's ability to make so many different sounds and so many different have so many different genres and so many different things within a body of work. Lastly, I do want to point out the fact that he had he had one of those songs on there where he had a skit with uh, I think his kid. Not sure if it was a boy or a girl. I couldn't tell. Um, and, man, very beautiful moment, man. This album is so well put together. He even added aspects of his family life, right, where he was like, yo, you know, you know, hey, uh, so who do you love? And he was making sure that his kid understood that he should love his parents, right, Childish Gambino, his mom, but most importantly, love himself, making sure that the kid had self-love as a part of his upbringing. I thought that was dope. Um, again, just one of the added aspects of this album, not something that makes it all up, but you know, it, it it's a well-rounded album from a musical standpoint. I learned I a lot about this, Childish Gambino in this album off one list. I will say this. Learned a lot. I will say this. Keeping the same energy with the J Electronica thing. Okay. I will say this. Don't knock somebody who doesn't like the album. I'm, I'm tired of people saying you don't know music 
because it's so different. It's so experimental. Somebody who doesn't like this album doesn't appreciate music. No, like, don't do that. Like, at the end of the day, you like what you like. You understand what you understand. Not everything is supposed to grow on somebody. You know, oh, for so sure. I, oh, for I sure. can actually Absolutely. see Absolutely. I can actually see somebody saying this this body of work is boring. I can see somebody saying, Oh, I don't really see the arti- art um artistic value in it. I can see somebody exactly. saying it's not my cup of tea. That's okay. Exactly. Because really it is. It's there's only a few albums on planet Earth right now that I can say you if you like music, you are supposed to like this album. It's rare that that happens, but there's only a few where I'm like, bruh, if you don't think this is good music, something's not right with you. And like, for instance, Graduation's one. To me, if I'm like, you don't like Graduation by Kanye West, then you just being mean. You just don't like Kanye West. Because that there's every way you slice it, there's no way you cannot like this album. Well, well, but you can slice Childish Gambino's album in certain ways and say, I don't really like it. I don't care for it. And I think that's okay. I mean, you could... So I mean that's that's that should be stated. I mean that's a good point, but you can say that for every album that we ever talk about. You know, I personally, that's, pers- what, I said. I, that's no, what I said. No, real talk. I mean that's that's real. I mean I would never. One thing I one thing I don't want to do on this show, ever, mm-hmm. is try to act like I'm the authority for music. <laughs> yes, I'm not. Yes. Like I am not the authority. Even if you already think that about me or you, like that's cool. Like like we just two dudes giving our opinion. If you agree, you agree. If you don't, hey. Yep. We hope that you understand the perspective that we're actually coming with. That's really all you can hope for. So yep, at the exactly. end of the day, like I said, if you don't know this man's music, I would urge you to listen. You might actually like mind. it. Yeah, you might actually listen like it. With an open, that's, it is okay to say listen with an open mind. That's okay to say. Yeah, I feel like some albums you have to brace people. Because some more so listen than with others, an open right? mind. Because it's not, I'm not going to sit here and say if it sounds like anything you're used to hearing. And I'm not going to sit here and say it's the best in terms of musicality, best album I heard this year. I'm not going to sit there and say that, but you just have to come in there because I know Charlie Gambino already. So I already have an open mind to whatever body of work he makes. Yep. So I already came in there with an open mind. But like I said, if you would have listened to his first album where he was spitting bars and then listen to this one, you'll be like, what the hell am I listening to? <laughs> because a lot of it is charisma. I mean, to your point of what you said, a lot of it is who he is. You, He's very charismatic. He's somebody that's easy to like. He's somebody that's easy to love. So you're willing to accept his ability to be experimental. Now, if Soldier Boy did something like this, you're going to be like, what the hell is this crap, Soldier Boy? No, do what you're good at. Do what you're good at. So a lot of it is 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 how much you like the person. And so if you don't really care for Childish Gambino, then I get it. Yeah, man. Uh I think we said enough. Let's let's keep it moving. Shall we? I think so. All right. Next album. Don Tolliver. Jeez, drop- keep, keep keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> oh, you want me to skip over this? Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot to add who you hate on. Remember, we were adding that that hate list. We got to add Don yes. Tolliver to that list for you. No, that, that, for I you. Hate, I never said I hated Don. You. Tolliver. We, we can mocking, rewind the tape. I was mocking these people that were crowning Don Tolliver. Hey, calling uh, him the best thing since since 4K TV, and saying this guy is the greatest thing since 
freaking flu shots. Like, no. So, so I will not let that buy. I would be, not let that pass. Before you go on your rant once more, uh, y'all can go back and listen to the previous episodes. I think it was the Space Boy Uno episode, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, um, yes, Don Tolliver dropped his new album, Heaven or Hell. Shout uh, out Space Boy Uno, by the way. Yeah, for sure, man. He's a he's dope, man. Yo, you know, by the way, I still listen to that song, Detached. Like oh, all the time. You know that that that, the ta- that whole album is just fine. Oh wait, the, sorry, the album is called Detached. I meant the song. Oh, he, I believe he had a song called Detached on there. Yeah, that's the that song right. I still listen to. Space Balloon. Shout out oh, to you. Man. Like you I'm said, listening Q. to Space Balloon. And I'm still listening to. Um, I don't want your man. My lot finer. Oh man, that joint drip down. Oh. Oh right! Oh, uh, J- was it Jalen? Is that is that Jalen? The- yeah. There you oh, go. That's her hell, name. That's, that's, hell, that's yeah. on my. That's on my rotation. Shout out to the whole Caspian Pink. I believe oh, that's their collective. Oh, yeah. we, Shout out to all get, of them, man. We gotta get Jalen on the show, by the way. Yeah. But, but um. Anyway, back to back to Don Tolliver, man. Don Tolliver dropped his debut album. I know people like me, people like Space Boy, if I remember correctly, people like all of the ones who are on the internet. On around the world, around the U.S., going crazy at Don Tolliver's performances when they heard him on songs like "Can't Say" on Travis Scott's Astro World album, or you know his performance on that new, the newest Jack Boys uh, collaboration EP that they put out a few months ago. Uh, yeah. I know I was one of the people who who said, "Man, like I like the I like the project. I think it's cool. It wasn't great." But my biggest takeaway was Don Tolliver's performance on a few of those songs. You killed me. For whatever reason, you came in here and was like, ah, da, da, da. I was like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, I, You I ain't know. dead. You talking. How you, I, I ain't kill you. You hey. ain't dead. You talking right now. Hey, man, this is the ghost. This is the ghost speaking. I'm a, <laughs> I got the coronavirus. <laughs> Actually, you, know, you know what? Let me not say that. I don't want it. Yeah, you be careful. Hey, like, watch it, watch it, watch Watch jinx jinxes are real, dog. Yeah, let me let me chill. That's not what I meant, God. But uh yeah, so I came in and I said, Yo, Don Tolliver, he seems very impressive. I'm very excited about his style. I was very highly anticipating this album. It dropped. I'm here to tell you it's really damn good. Really, really good. Uh I say it's really good because he gave us exactly what I think I liked about him. Or which which I thought that he was able to, or I'm sorry, he he brought one of the styles in the in the in the in the elements of his arsenal that I think is a void in music right now. Personally, I think that what he does, which in as if you look at it from a bird's eye view, is not super unique, right? We've heard people who can sing and rap, right? We've heard all of the elements that he's able to bring to the table. I think one of the biggest parts about being a new artist and artist in general is how do you separate yourself from the next, right? What I hear from Don Tolliver is someone who blends all of those aspects, the melodies, the, the raps, the emotional lyrics, the emotional content, the, the women drama, whatever you want to call it. He, he meshes that very well with a tone, a tone, I want to say that once more, a tone that I haven't heard before. Like, you know, music is a lot about different frequencies. And without being very technical, everyone has a different way that they sound, right? It's no different than why I think some people like, you know, Drake's 
you know, mellow tone that they that they kind of like. Some people may like Playboy Cardi's squeaky tone that he brings to the table, right? I'm not comparing Drake and Playboy Cardi. I'm comparing the fact that I'm just simply stating that people had different tones. Don Tolliver's tone is very unique. And while the tone is unique, that is not enough to save an artist or a project. So you have to bring more. I thought he did that. You know, he, he was able to show his song-making ability. He has songs like Cardigan, uh, which I think was very, very dope. After Party is that very upbeat, you know, uh, up-tempo party song. It has very, very strong production really throughout this whole project. Um, of course, that song Euphoria with Travis Scott was dope. It's, you know, those are one. that's one of those songs that I really feel like embodies that whole Houston sound from what I know of, right? You got the whole chopped and screw movement that came out of Houston and the, and the South really back in the day. It's still a thing. It's not very highly talked about these days, though. From a musical standpoint, that song is so slow that I almost feel like I'm on, there's something wrong with my my, my speakers or there's something wrong with me. Like, why am I, why do I feel like that song is way too slower than all of the other songs that are out right now? It's like the tempo is too slow. I feel like if they sped it up, it would be even better. But I'm cool with it being as slow as it is. Uh, the is. I'm cool with the uh, the features. Uh, Spaceships was cool with Sheck West. I really like it. No idea. The last song on the album came out before the album dropped. I'm really a fan of that. Overall, without hyping homeboy up too much because i'm sure you guys have heard the project so far it's a very strong debut from don Tolliver. it's very strong and you know i believe he's here to stay because i think he's super talented so overall from a rating standpoint i'm gonna give this album a strong b it's a strong b it's a it's a very good debut what'd you think man oh very good debut oh man oh damn uh shoot I just woke up. I got up. I got. Hey, that's that. That's that Rona. That's that Rona. I I got. I got comfortable on the couch, man. Like, you know. You know they say they say the Rona will make you doze off because the damn damn show ain't Don Tolliver. It was. It was that take on Don Tolliver. Jeez. Oh man. So much. I've never heard tell, so much hyping. You tell me, you tell me, you tell me what you disagree with. I, I want, I want to hear something different. <laughs> you tell me what you're going to say that's different. Oh, man. I'm all ears. I, you know, you I'm just, all ears. I'm all ears. You just, you just mentioned the song with him and Travis Scott. You didn't really mention whether or not why it's good. I guess you said it was good. I, I can't remember you saying why it was good. Which one? Euphoria? Yeah, you you mentioned that it's slower than everything else, but is that a good thing? Is that something that's groundbreaking? I think it's different. It's different. It's a really good song. It's different. It's one of the better okay. songs on you the album, it's actually. It's one okay. of the better songs. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. And again, you know, without going into the detail on every song in particular, because we don't got no time for that, uh-huh. right? No, we can do a song by song breakdown. But my point is, I already talked about what he brought, what he brings to the table, right? And that applies right. across the board. So tell me what you it have was, to say that's different. It was a. It was a. It was a. <laughs> it was a good album. Okay. It was a good album. I thought that you're right. I mean, I'm, I'm all jokes aside. You're right. Like he brings a different sound to music that I've, I've never really heard before. Yes. He sounds like the weekend a little bit vocally, but 
I feel like he takes your ordinary topics and lyrics and content that your regular degular rapper talks about and kind of like makes it more fantasy like sounding, right? Like he makes it sound more, you know, weird ass cartoons. There was like, like, uh, what was a weird ass cartoon that was just like bizarre? Um, I want to say like Speed Racer, like those just weird ass fantasy heavy cartoons. But that's kind of like how the vibes I get from this album. It's like hip hop that's super duper fantasy like. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I, I still don't know if I would call him a rapper. Let me just put it that way. Uh, there were songs where it almost sounded like he was rapping, but He's so soft-spoken that I'm not sure I can call him a rapper. Um, but for the most part, it's a it's a good body of work. Uh, very forgettable, to be honest with you. Um, nothing really stood out. There's a lot of good songs, but nothing really stood out. Um, yeah, I mean it's just a it's just a solid body of work. I mean, it, and that's all I'm saying. Like, let's let's not let's not put him on a pedestal. That this is the greatest thing you've ever heard in your life. Greatest thing since the uh, 1996 Bulls. <laughs> let's not do that. And the end of the day, it's just it's a good body of work by somebody that's a good artist. He's not better than Travis Scott. So stop it. He may be better I, than I, Gunner. I don't understand. Who said he that? He may be better than Gunner. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying... No, it's, it's, I didn't say it's you, but I've heard... I've Who's heard saying stuff say like that? Jack Boys. I go on Twitter, dog. I'm bored. I go on Twitter. What? I mean, looking at people's tweets. Yo, you hey, you, you might really have the Rona, man. You making up these Listen, imaginary arguments you, with I'm, these people, I'm man. I'm telling you, it's not imaginary. What are you talking about? It's everybody's like, oh, Dylan Tolliver was so great. I'm like, he was all right. He was all right. Hey, that's that's the thing. I gotta I gotta tell you guys to calm down. The hysteria is is too much from my my heart. Like you, he was all right. Can yeah, we man. stop crowning this guy? I, he's decent. <laughs> he's decent. He's he is like you know what it is. He he is. He's he's mass pipe miles. Done right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. He's all right. Back all right. You see, I have to no, no, listen, 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 listen. Tell me I'm crazy. That's ridiculous. I'll okay, tell you that right you. now. Already, already. There we go. That's all you had to say. I said that's ridiculous. I know. That's all you had to say. So, I so said, tell me I'm crazy. You just said I'm crazy. So I'm like, all right, cool. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure I heard you right. <laughs> He's Mass Pike Miles done right. Done right. Mass Pike Miles could actually sing. <laughs> Yo, Mass Pike Miles was he was akin. Like if he did a duet with Whitney Houston, I would He's not. Still, I would not hey, think that was off. Hey, like Mass he Pike would Miles sound still alive, amazing. By the way. He's still alive, by the way. I'm I'm aware. She keeps saying was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Spike Miles was amazing. He's still alive, bro. We're talking but, um, about what we what we remember of him. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me the last Mass Pike Miles song that you actually heard, please. Oh, I bet that's, you it was over ten years ago. That was about, <laughs> that was about either two thousand eight or exactly. Uh, when did uh, Rush Hour two come out? There you go. <laughs> You're making my point. Man, I right. think if it goes over ten years, you can say was. 
Shit, you can say was. Sure, okay. All right. Cool, cool. But that, but 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 hold on, man. That's actually very disrespectful. Not only what? to Mass Pike Miles. I always think I'm being disrespectful. Not, not only to Mass Come Pike Miles. You know what I noticed about you? Did I say Mass Pike Miles you, is bad? You know, I, I never, I never I, said I, I'm aware. He's bad. You know what He's, I? Mass Pike Miles is actually tight. Listen, I just said. Okay, go ahead. I have to tell you this, man, because this has been bothering me. You know, listen, in the words of Stephen A. Listen, listen. You know, you're my friend. You know, listen, we're we're friends. You know, I have to butter you up, man. But, but. Let's be honest, man. Like, this has to stop. When you have an issue with somebody or the hype that people are putting towards somebody's way, it's okay, bro. Like, let it go. You know he's good. Why do you have to hold on to the initial feeling that you had towards the man? It's it's okay. I just told he's not. It's okay. You guys are putting him okay. on pedestals that doesn't. Um, like, you see what I'm in saying? In the end of the day, give credit to <laughs> you. You gotta get because you're, you know what pisses me off. Oh my you god! You know what pisses Yo, me off? Yo, I love what you hold think on, is a pedestal. Do you know what pisses me off? <laughs> what you know I did what is not a pedestal. Hold on, hold on. Do you know what pisses me off? Okay, that's not a pedestal. A there was a rant that I wanted to do for a long time, right? Go ahead. Do you know what pisses me off? A dude like Arizona, whatever the hell his name is, Arizona last name. Arizona, right? He makes Roxanne. Roxanne. Oh, right, right. Is blowing up on the pop charts. I'm sure there's a lot of people walking planet Earth right now that's like, yo, oh my God, this Roxanne dude, this, that's tight. Smoke Perp was doing that. Now, if I said somebody, I first time I ever heard Roxanne, and this is coming from somebody who rates music. I have over 5,000 posts on the damn ratings game music from the last three years. I listen to music. I legitimately thought that this Roxanne song was made by Smoke Perk. I was like, when I heard it on 99.5, which is a pop station, I said, whoa, Smoke Perp made freaking 99.5? It was a white dude named Arizona. And so I don't think it's... So the, for, the, for somebody, they're like, yo, oh, man, Oh, Arizona's so tight. All I'm saying is, I've heard somebody, I've heard this be done before. It was smoke perp. It sounds like insult because everybody doesn't, there's not many people think highly of smoke perp, but I'm just saying I've heard it before. It's not a knock. I've heard Don Tolliver before. Now, the Don Tolliver to me sounds like Mass Pike Mouse. I'm not trying to be insulting. What are you talking about? But the thing about? is, Don Tolliver. <laughs> Hold on. Don Tolliver, oh the reason why God, I said bro. he brings a different type of style to the hip-hop <laughs> game is his uh, style. Like, he he actually sings over beats <laughs> that are more fantasy-like. He talks about the stuff that you talk about now that's more fantasy-like. So he actually has a, uh, a, a, a lane that he's trying to create. But when it's all said and done, I've heard his style before. His style of singing. So that's why I said Mass Pike Miles you, done right. You like, have to stop Mas- mentioning Mass Pike Miles' name. Please, don't say it again. <laughs> okay. It's not enough. It's, okay, just like, how many times did we say, it's how many times did not we say, true. Okay, how many times did we say Roddy Rich, right? Uh-huh. How many times did we say Roddy Rich sounds like Lil Durk? No, that's like, different, though. I, that's blatant. I'm keeping, this, I'm that's keeping blatant. the same energy. But that's blatant. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm keeping the same energy. Go back and listen to Mass Pike Miles. You know what? 
Mass Pike Miles, people, all of the people that hear this podcast, mm-hmm. they're going to go listen to Mass Pike Miles. You know, hey, I want to point out. And, 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 and I want you to go listen to it. Yeah, I want to point out. My girl told me that um, Don Tolliver sounds like Akon. I say, yo, dog, what are you talking about? Like that is true. I say, yo, what? I, I say, yo, dog, what are you I talking see about? Too. I was, I, can see that I was too. living. I can see that. And then too. I was, and then I, I went back and listened to Akon. I said, yo, hold on. She's he kind of so does. Man. He kind of does sound like Akon. He does you. not. I'm here to tell you, does not sound like Mass Pike Miles. I know for a fact because I used to listen to that nigga. <laughs> I was one of the few Mass Pike Miles supporters. <laughs> he don't sound like him. And and, and and I know that's not a knock because I thought Max Pike Miles was really good. But that's not even he, the point. Okay, he looks like him. How about that? <laughs> All right, let's see. Here we go. Listen, <laughs> why? Okay, can we? let's just move on, man. Because I think at the end of the day, you it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like you think the album was good. But you are, you don't like the quote-unquote hysteria behind yes. him. Yes. Is that what I'm hearing you say? That's exactly what I'm saying. And like, let's not sit here and be like, this is amazing. Like, to me, it was it was a body of work that was just kind of like, okay, it's good, next. It wasn't, it didn't move me. It, it really did not move me. I'm, I'm being real with you. And that's cool. And, All and, jokes aside. And by the way, and, and, and as you said, the point you made about Childish Gambino, you listen to music, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Guess what? If that's your position, that's your position. I'm here to tell you, the album wasn't amazing. You didn't hear me say that. I just said it was very strong. Like, it was really good. It's a really good album, uh, especially with stylistically, like you said, he has a different lane, right? You're the one who said that. He has a different a different lane that you probably haven't really seen. If you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it recently. We got to give him credit for that. And so yes. let's just move on, man, because All we're right. not we're All not right. on the same accord, and that's cool. All right. But guess what? Don Tolliver is here to stay. I'm just letting you know. Okay. <laughs> right. Sorry, sorry, my bad. Mass Pike Miles is here to stay. Sorry. Wrong, okay. wrong guy. My bad. How much? How much? How much money is Don Tolliver's people paying me? I'll double it. I don't know, man. The check didn't clear yet, so I guess not. I'll double it so, so we can do a slander campaign. <laughs> hey, I should ask. How much? <laughs> I'm about to ask Bloomberg how we can get how 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 much did you pay to get your slander? Yeah. on Fox Five. I should. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I should ask you how much money Joe Biden's can't pay you because you've been mentioning him. You've been giving that man promo. Like Listen, you need to stop point, mentioning that man's name. <laughs> At this point, it's, it's inevitable. Joe Biden's about to win the Democratic uh, <laughs> nomination, so stop it. I'm just going with the wave. I'm just going with what the cool people are going with. Yeah, and guess what? The cool people are Hop telling you. The, cool, the people. cool people are telling you Don Tolliver's dope, but you're whack. That's the whole <laughs> point. Cool. That's the it's whole the, point. It's it's people wearing cool people clothing, but they're not really cool. <laughs> okay, all right. Listen, listen. That's cool. Let's they're move misguided, on. misguided use. Yeah. Let's move on, man. Hey, let's hey let's speed it up. Let's speed it up. I said that before. Let's speed it up though. Megan Thee Stallion dropped their album called Sugar. I don't have a whole lot to say about this album to be honest with you. It was very short, seven songs. I thought that she, you want to talk about somebody who didn't prove anything? She proved nothing. I I got I nothing from this album. You, you know what's ironic? Nothing. You know what's ironic? And am I being harsh? Is that harsh? No, or is the tone, no, you're is right. the tone harsh? No, you're absolutely, you're, the tone is harsh. Okay, you, fair enough. You just came back from talking about Don Tolliver. And we're not. We're all angry now. We're all angry. <laughs> so, <laughs> Megan, the stop. You know what's interesting, ironic about that statement that you made? You said she didn't prove anything. Yeah. But on the album, she's trying to prove something. 
So it's like, yo, on an album that you're actually trying to prove that you're a great rapper, you actually prove nothing. Yeah, that's, that's bad. It's kind of weird, that's right? It, it's, it's, there's single, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm being non-biased. I said, you said, hurry up. And this is the last thing I'm going to say. Okay. There is not a single song on that album that I like. Damn. Not a single song. I even tried to like songs. So I was like, yo, hey, you know what? Let me put on my woman empowerment hat. And, and, and <laughs> yeah, just luck. support this. And I, there's not one song I like on that album. I think she needs to go back to the drawing board and rethink how she wants to move forward as an artist. And it's not a knock. It's not a knock. I'm not trying to sit. I think right now she just has too much influences going on around her. I think she needs to get back to like her music and figure out her identity as an artist. That's how bad I thought that album was. Facts. Last thing I'll say is, and by the way, I agree. Dude, oh my God. Listen, last thing I'll say about this album is I heard, I saw her on first take and she was talking about, and by the way, why the hell was she on first take? That's besides the point. I saw her on first take. <laughs> like, that shit made no sense. Uh, I, I hate people like that on first take. You know why? Because yeah. Stephen A and Max start trying to act like they know music. Yeah, don't they? Like, uh, They're like, so, 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 uh, so, you know, when you dropped that last song, were you, what were you trying to, you know, exude to the public? Because, you know, we understand you're a great rapper. You know, when Stephen A just starts talking about, you know, we understand. When he starts getting into that bag, <laughs> that, the conversation needs to end. Um, yeah. but no, it, like this album was so confusing that she was on first take talking about how she was going to give a different side of herself to this album. You know, she has different alter egos, this, that, and the third, you know, and she was like, I'm going to be very vulnerable on this album, bro. I hit play and I heard the same exact content that I've been hearing from for the last year from her. With the exception of the last song, which was called Crying in the Car. Now, I don't know why she would ever be crying in the car. I hit play, and I was like, bro, like, this don't even sound believable. Like, I'm not saying yeah. I don't believe that she cries. I'm just saying it doesn't fit her brand. So when you say she has an identity crisis musically, that's facts. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, it's completely evident throughout the whole project, and more specifically with that last song, Crying in the Car. Like, why is it that I can't even believe that you're even crying on a song? Like, I just don't even believe that that even fits what, what you've been presenting so far. This album wasn't even that good, man. It wasn't. Like I said, it wasn't she good. has, to me, in my opinion, the issue is she has too many influences around her in her head. And some people can handle it and make good music in the midst of it. I think she's letting it affect her music making because things are no longer sounding organic. And that's a, that's, that's a major problem. But... Maybe so, man. Maybe so. I think that's it. Yeah, let's move on, man. Janae Eichel dropped her album called Chilumbo, man. What'd you think of this, man? What'd you think? Oh, my God. I love this album. I love this album. Actually, if we want to talk about best albums that came out in the last, what, two, three months since this year started, this is on my list as one of the best, maybe even top five. I think Janae is in such a zone that's amazing. You know... So Janae, Janae is boxed in with a bunch of R&B artists that, you know, quite frankly, are pretty good. Um, Summer Walker, uh, SZA, uh, Snow Allegra to a lesser extent. They're all boxed into this, you know, group of R&B artists that are willing to put their emotions on the table. 
what makes Janae a little more interesting to listen to is that her emotions go further than just relationships and you know um you know romance and stuff like that she talks about lighten up she talks about self-assurance self-reliance she battles between her good side and bad side um you know she embraces her erraticness um and then all that combined with just staying consistent to a certain sound like a certain vibe a certain audience she's just the 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 model of consistency as an artist and it really displays on that album which is pretty long too it's probably like what 19 20 tracks model consistency in my opinion she knows her audience she knows her sound this is like kind of like the opposite of megan the stallion right she knows her audience. She knows her sound. She knows what she's good at. She knows what people can help her complete a sound. She knows what she is as an artist. And it shows on this album. And I think it's fantastic. By the way, some of the best songs on that album are some of the best songs that came out in 2019. Triggered. Mm. Um, um, uh, uh, what else? Um, uh, uh, also, uh, uh, the song Hap- uh, Wait, Pussy Fair? Did that shit come out last year? Yes, it came yes, out that, late that, last that year, right? Yeah, yeah, late yeah. last it, year. It, let's let's just let's just say it came out twenty twenty. All these songs that that she put, those two are some of the best. Then the the one with Big Sean, that's one of the best. There's a joint with Future and oh, Miguel. Right. That's the Big one Sean the one, that one came out. Yeah, for sure. that, that one was year. pretty good. Like, but all in all, great body of work. Yeah, man, you're right. What'd you give it? What kind of grade? Oh, that's A minus. Really? Yeah, A minus, B plus, A minus. Oh a my minus. God! Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't if, think you. I didn't think you thought this highly of it. Wow. Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! I, a minus. Okay. Sure. Okay. Uh, well, I'll say this: I love the album as well. Love it. I, it's to the point where, after listening to this album, consuming it a few times. I started to realize, which I think I already was was pondering, but I started to realize that Janae Aiko is is a very very innovative artist, right? Like she's actually spawned a a, a genre almost of women yes, in the emo, moody, vibey, earthy. Yes, she has. I don't I don't know what to call this yet, right? I haven't figured yes, out the has. name, but she is one of the four mothers not fathers of this particular genre that she does and while i think people subconsciously know that i don't think she gets that type of respect musically because that genre is something that is really taking over uh especially uh we we can go back to last year but i think moving forward we're seeing a lot of artists get into this this lane and uh i don't know if she will be she will be getting that type of credit but it needs to be stated that's that's one two I'm echoing damn near everything you said about this album. Uh, musically, you know, she she was able to really do everything that she's always been able to do, have the same type of vulnerability that she's always been able to offer to the table, be very transparent. You remember when Triggered came out last year, we debated on the podcast, or I don't actually, might have been off of it, that I, it, actually, I was the one who said, I think Janae Aiko is way too toxic, right, of a, of a person to be in a relationship with. I don't know her personally. I'm only going based off of what I hear in the music, right? That's all we can ever really do. 
Um, and I think you debated with me actually. You were like, "Oh, you know, hey, she seems like one of those people. I would, I would, I would get a relationship with her." I think that's what you said, if I'm not mistaken. Don't let me yes, lie. That's on what you. I said. Don't let me lie. That's on what you. I said. Okay, that's cool. what I said. Uh, I, I would, and that's just because I feel like you know I can, I can handle that. I can handle being cussed out. And and, and that's and that's cool. But except when she and she's on songs like Triggered, and she's talking about I might kill you. Right. This is when it goes. That's fine. It goes left. But that that is completely fine. I left this album saying to myself, man, if I hadn't heard Triggered before this album dropped, do you know how phenomenal of an of a song that I would have thought that would have been if it was delivered? You know what I'm saying? With yeah. the actual album. Doesn't take away yeah. from the album, right? I'm just saying, <laughs> that I, you know, sometimes I think about that when, when artists drop albums, right? It's like, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I think to myself, man, like, is it that we're conditioned to gravitate towards singles? Do we actually think these singles are as good as they are? Or if the single was a part of the collection of songs that came out with the whole album, would we still gravitate towards that one song that they put out as a single? Sometimes I think that. And while I will never know the answer to that album, I'm sorry, to that question, um, I will say Triggered stands out amongst all of them still. It stands out. Uh, not only does Trigger stand out, also the song with her, the song BS. I love that song. I love that, that song. song is love amazing. love that song. Un- it's an amazing top, song. Top five. Top five. That's top two. It might be number love one, actually. That, that might be number one. As love much, as, much as I just talked so much shit about Triggered in a good way, I actually might say BS is, is better than it. I might say it. I, on a good day, catch me on a day, I might make that argument. Um... Overall, well, well put together album. You know, you said all the details. Don't need to say much more. I'm gonna give this album a B plus. Very, very good album. Okay. Very, very good album. I love it. Actually. Any, any I, criticism? Um, I wish it was. I, I wish it was marketed a little bit more. I don't have any criticism of the music. I just wish it was like rolled out more or rolled out a little bit better. Like one thing I one thing I realized about Janae Aiko is she she gets horrible PR. Like I feel like her. Her rollout team can do a better job at putting out her music in advance because I really feel like that is for some artists like her. um, That is the difference between getting more notoriety and not right. Like Everybody can't be a weekend or a little Uzi Vert or all these artists that don't need much promo. Right. They just drop an album and then everybody just gravitates towards it. Right. Everybody can't be that. I wish she would have a little bit more promo. That's my only criticism, but it's, it has nothing to do with the music itself. That is strong. Okay. That's strong, man. I, I you know, I have a problem with that, but we can move on though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have a problem with everything. It's the fucking I Rona, have, dog. I, I have a problem. You got a, you, you got a problem with how, the Rona, dog. How can dog? you dock the album because it wasn't promoted? But anyway, go ahead. All right. No, I didn't. You, you see what I'm saying? You don't. Another I, case you, of I you not listening. You. <laughs> you have any criticism? Why, why, okay, pretty much. I was trying to ask. Why is it not an A? Oh, okay. That's what that's what you're asking. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so, but that's a different question to me. To me, okay. but okay. Uh, why is it not an A? I would say it was not an A because it didn't have. Um, it it could have it could have been a little better on the the uh the 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 depth. I'm sorry, not the depth, but like the the impact of the music itself. 
while okay. I think I, the, I agree. While I, agree I with while you. I think the depth, the de- nah, I can't even speak. The 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 depth and the and the sort of variety that she brought to the table is great, right? She's a very deep artist. I just felt like it could have been a little bit more, a little bit more impactful. That's, I agree with that. That's not I, me I, knocking I think, it, by the way. Overall, but you see, the thing is, before you know, the thing is, I I agree a hundred percent. Okay, giving something an A means you don't have a problem with it, right? And so the reason I gave Janae Eichel A minus, docking her a little bit of points, is because mm-hmm. same thing like you said. I think there was not a balance between there wasn't a good balance between hits and an album or, or songs that were just kind of like you know like important to the body of work. Only certain people could master like the balance of hits and like songs that are just kind of like you know not throwaways. I don't want to say throwaways, but yeah. Just not hits. Hits is not hits. And that's the thing. <laughs> you know? I don't want to call. I don't want to call. A good balance. Yeah, and I don't want to call what the the songs that I didn't love. I don't want to call those. I don't want to quite call those throwaways. But what I will say is that yeah, they're they, just yeah. not songs that I probably would want to go back to. It's not me saying that it's not good. I can think yeah. of one example: the one with Ab Soul. I just don't yeah, really yeah, like that yeah, song like that. Yeah. I think yeah. it makes sense but for I the collection of the it, album. Exactly. Right. Exactly. 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 So we're on exactly. the same page. So so that's why yeah. I would knock it. I wouldn't give it quite an A. That's the reason. Fair. Yeah, that's the reason. Completely man. fair. All right, man. Last album, man. We've been talking for a while. Lil Baby dropped the song called My Turn. Dropped the album. Yes, he dropped an album called My Turn. I don't know what I said. We, hey, listen, man. The Rona is around. It's in the air. You said song. Yeah, man. Shit. I'm tired. Hell yeah, Corona's in the air. Wait, wait. Oh, I meant the alcohol, right? So I just popped me a Corona drink. What the hell? Those, Which Corona sells You still drink down, those? By the way. Hell yeah, I still drink them. Because because they, they, they marked them down by 90%. <laughs> yeah, man. So, hey, what'd you, think of the, what'd you think of this album, man? I'm going to be quick on this one. Um... You know, Lil Baby's a hit maker. Like, there's a difference between somebody that can make a good album, aka J Electronica, <laughs> and somebody who can make an album full of hits, right? <laughs> like, not every single album is a written testimony like J Electronica that is storybook. Not every single good album is a storybook album. Sometimes a good album is just an album that has hits. Um, Little Baby's album is full of hits. Like, you can tell he was swinging trying to get hits. And like I always say on my reviews, sometimes you swing and you miss. That's okay. But if you're swinging for home runs every single time, there's a good amount of times where you're going to hit that home run. There's a lot of home runs on this Little Baby album. And, um, you know, uh, I think you know, it's funny. Every single time Lil Baby comes out with an album, I'm surprised at how good he is. I need to stop being surprised at how good Lil Baby is. He is a good artist. Like, he does a lot of things. He's very versatile as a rapper. And, you know, he. I think he understands how to make a good song and make a hit. I need to stop being surprised, I repeat, when Lil Baby makes a good album. With that being said, I am prepared to say the best rap song I've heard in the last year is Whoa. That song is so fantastic. That song embodies how good Lil Baby is. 
that at this at this point in time, I'm ready to say that's one of my that is his best song he's ever made. Whoa. Point blank period. Yeah, hell yeah. Absolutely. And it and Absolutely. Woe kind of embodies what the album's about. Like just hits. A a a, a hit. No, does every hit impact you? Is every hit is every song great? No, but it's hits. It's just a whole collection of hits. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh great. Great. Um I'm tearing between C plus and a B. Okay. Okay. Like I said, sometimes he swings and misses on the hit. He tried to make a hit, he swings and misses. Sometimes he does really well. I thought a lot of the features were kind of pointless. Um, I hated the Young Thug feature. I know there's going to be people that are going to disagree with me. Um, yeah, I didn't like it either, by the way. Uh, you know, I, I just felt like, I don't know, it was just like a glossy album. Like I said, he just seemed like he tried to make a whole bunch of hits, and that's not always a great thing. Um but yeah, there you go. Makes sense. Well, uh, yeah, you said something interesting that I want to touch on, which is you need to stop being surprised at how I guess what he's able to bring to the table. I'm not sure if I can ever get to that point because I'm kind of in that boat as well. You know, it's almost one of those catch twenty twos where, you know, here's somebody who you'd never expected to even deliver at, at this level, right? And now that he's delivering at this level, it's like, wait, but is it a fluke? Should I revert back to what I originally thought about him? Or has he consistently shown me over enough time that what he's doing is no fluke? Now, if I'm answering that question, I would probably say it's the la- it's the latter of that, of what I said, which is mm-hmm. I think he's proved it at this point. You know, but unfortunately and probably I would, you know what? Fortunately for him. It's almost as if he understands that that's how people view him. And yep. he understands that he has something to prove, which is why he has a song on there on that album called Something to Prove. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence, right? It's it's almost like that's his demeanor, right? Where That's what drives him. That's what it's drives just, him. It, him being an underdog is what makes him so great at what he does. Yeah, and so that might be one of his biggest gifts, right? Not, at, you know, as a as an artist. You know, it's it's that drive that maybe the next artist who's not as hungry may not have, right? So, while, yeah, you can have all the ambition in the world, how does that translate to the music? Man, he has some... He has... A, uh, I will call it this. He has an uncanny gift of, of catching a beat. Like, when Lil Baby catches the right cadence... It's something special, bro. Like I can agree with I'm that. I'm not even. I, can, I'm I, can not, I wish I was that. hyping this. You know what I'm saying? I, w- I mean, I wish I was, but I'm just not. You know, it's. I can actually agree with that. He catches this little cadence. He rides it. I'm, it's like, bro. Like, is he a machine? Does he breathe? It, it sounds like that. And, and and while it's amazing to hear for somebody to be that great uh, when he catches the beat. He also has that vulnerable side that doesn't get stated enough, right? He, you know, it's like somebody who's who's dope as a as a rapper, who's surprising, who who came up, we didn't expect it. He also has that vulnerable side where he has songs like "Emotionally Scarred" on the album, and then he had that song that was a single from the from that um that movie called Queen and Slim. I, I'm not yep. sure if you saw the movie because I didn't, but I'm I familiar with the with the soundtrack. The soundtrack had a song called Catch the Sun. Listen, man, I don't know about you. 
I don't know about y'all listening. For us to ever think that little baby could make a song like that, or somebody who's a part of QC to make a song that's so heartfelt, but still keep the trap element to yourself. That shit is special, man. It's special. It's special. Um, The album is not special. It's good. And so, like you said, it's a collection of hits. It tells his story. I can't, I can't elevate it too heavily because there's a lot of songs on here that don't hit. I think the album is too long, uh, but I understand why they make long albums these days. Um, and I think that his hit to filler song ratio is too wide. You know, like if it was a little condensed, I would give this album higher than I would. Overall, I would say this is about a C plus to a B. You know, what? I'm gonna give it a B minus. B minus because I think the hits carry it enough for me to say okay. that it's a, it's it's a B it's B worthy, but I gotta knock it a bit because it's not consistent enough with the uh, the hit rate or the really good song to hit rate. It's just not consistent enough. But okay, uh, man, listen, fair. the man is overachieving. We just gotta say that. That's he's, fair. He's overachieving. Nothing more needs to be stated, man. Okay, I'm. I'm with you on that. I'm which I'm definitely with you on that last take. He's overachieving. The ill and the not so advice. So with the first song on the ill and the not so advised, we got Division with their new song called Between Us featuring Snow Allegra, who I think is R&B's newest sweetheart. Newest darling. I think she's going to blow up, man. Like, I really think people are really going to start regarding her very highly pretty soon. Because she's getting on, you know, she's starting to collaborate now, which is interesting. So, Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Yeah, what's good? As I stomp on this second real quick. So. Yeah, what's good? Would you be in a relationship with her? Who, Snow Allegra? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You know what? <laughs> Um, absolutely. <laughs> Positively. Oh, okay. Yeah. What type of what, what, what type of wait, any any more questions? What type of person do you think she is in a relationship? Like do you think she's like a the dominant figure or a, you know that's interesting. Like and by man. dominant, I mean like do you think like she'll take the control of where the relationship goes. Nah, I, based I, off her music, I based understand off the question. Of her persona. You know what? It's hard to say. To be honest with you, I mean, my my first inclination is to be like, I think she's kind of. I think she's one of those aggressive women that tries to like force herself to relax. Like, mm-hmm. I, like that's what I hear. Um. But I'm just not sure yet, man. I haven't heard enough music. I, I just don't okay. know yet. I'm not even gonna lie to you. What do you? What, do you hear something specifically with her? Um, I, you know, to be honest with you, I haven't heard much from her. Okay. Like I haven't heard. I probably heard like one or two songs from her. Oh, really? That yeah. I can identify with. Okay. Um, and to me. She seems like the type that's very spiritual. Um, she seems like the type that reads astrology. 
She'd yes. be like, I'm an Aries, so... Which, by, by the way, I think astrology is pure nonsense, but... <laughs> if you, Yo, Another subject for... I, I agree, Girls dog. love Girls love astrology, so... Well, actually, I don't think it's nonsense because... I think it's nonsense. Let, let me put it like this. I don't think astrology is nonsense. I think what people have done to astrology is nonsense. Like, okay. the, how people have just... They take it as the gospel. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. Like they just yeah. oh yeah oh, you're you're a you're a Scorpio so that must mean this. They don't care what you actually show them in your real life. They somehow have the the written testimony of your life. That is the nonsensical part. It's not it's not the other part, but whatever. To me, it's like different story know, a lot for a of, different day. A lot of times, you know, like how astrology they'll say stuff like, you know, hey, um, you are the type of person that gets angry when something happens to you. You're like, oh my God, yes, I do get angry when something bad happens to me. Doesn't everybody? Man, <laughs> they'll, they'll hit you with generic stuff. Yeah. You are an overthinker. Everybody displays moments of overthinking. Yeah, but anyway, nah, I, that, that's, just, nah, that's just my beef. Nah, you're right, you're right. Hey, listen, you're right, man. That shit is kind of not... It's, it's, it's crazy how people go wild for it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. She probably she probably is that type. But overall, this song is dope though because first off, they flip Usher nice and slow, which was very interesting when I when yes, I when did. I pressed play, I was like, damn, bro, what the fuck? That's nice and slow. A lot of people, a lot of people flip that. Yeah, that song. but but I but I think the way they did it was very tasteful. I'm, I'm not even gonna okay. lie to you. It was tasteful, and more importantly, Division, who I have regarded as one of the better R and B groups, which is one know, of the. It's really only one best, guy. Best R&B act from, uh, since Michael. Uh, come on. You got to relax. Uh, more so since Usher. <laughs> okay. The, 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 even worse. <laughs> no, nah, but uh, nah, I, they, they're really good. You know, they put together really good albums. The two that they've dropped have been really good. Mm-hmm. I need to hear another really good album from Division. I feel like they're going to give us one, man. So anyway. Okay. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Let's move on, though. Lil Yachty dropped a new song called Oprah's Bank Account featuring Drizzy and the Baby. What'd you think, man? So, this is funny. Oprah's Bank Account, first off, that's a funny-ass title. Um, any song Lil Yachty makes is funny just because he's a funny-sounding dude. Yes, he is. Um, and the video is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Not even hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> um... But what people need to realize, one thing, Drake actually put up a fire-ass verse. I love Drake's part on this song, man. Like, he actually kills it. But for the most part, it's a good song. It's nice, catchy, funny, interesting song. The baby's on it, too. He has a nice little verse himself. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, me too. Me too. I really enjoyed it. You know, Lil Yachty... You know, isn't it interesting that Lil Yachty is still kind of relevant? And that's not me saying I, I wrote off his career, because I, I would never do that to Lil Yachty, man. Come on, I'll man. tell you, I did. I did. I wrote off his career after, <laughs> it, even, after it even started. I, before Yo, it even started, I wrote off that joint. Right, who is this guy? No, nah, the reason why I, I wouldn't... He's not my cup of tea, but I, didn't, I never ruled him out because the way he even came into the, to the quote-unquote game was so goofy. That it was like, 
I feel like that lane, that lane is always open. Anytime he That's wants true. to do that again, he will just body it. And and, and, and like the, like you said, the video is tight. I, I, I really enjoyed that video. I think the video is what makes it even more listenable. Yeah, it is. It is. Matter of fact, the video is the first time I heard the song, right? Yep. And so I, it's, it's very interesting. But yeah, you're right, man. Drake killed his verse. Oh, my God. I love Drake's verse. Like, he annihilated it. It's to the I point where I'm glad the first verse was Drake. Yep. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, Let's get that fire out the way. Yeah, man. The baby, I enjoyed the baby's part too as well. Um, it was tight. It was tight. Yeah. But overall, it was a cool song. Cool song. Can't say it, the yeah. song is amazing. And I mean, it's goofy. What the fuck? What am I? It's a goofy. I mean, it's it's a, there's, there's goofy. a time and a place for this, I'm assuming. But uh, yeah, yeah, cool song. It's fun. It's cute. Yeah, man. Let's move on now. Kehlani dropped a new song called Toxic. Um, you know, I really enjoyed this song. Mostly because Kehlani seems to be uh, really being a little bit more consistent than... You know, she has been in the last, you know, since the last time she dropped the project. Um, not sure if you remember her last project called While We Wait, um, which I believe she dropped when she was pregnant. But that was my introduction to a Kalani, a Kalani album. Right. And I'll be honest, I was mesmerized. I was my jaw was to the floor musically at what Kehlani did on that project to where my ears have been open every time since. Now, oh, here we go. I'm letting you know, bro. Here we go. Listen, I ain't talking. I'm talking about music, bro. You got to chill. Go. Got to chill. Jeez. Here we go. So when it comes to this song, I thought this is exactly what her bag is, man. Like, talk about the heartbreak. Talk about the shit you're going through, man. People love it. It's a cool song. It's a really cool song. And, and plus, I think this is one of those songs that is so mellow that it's not going to wow anybody. Like, it didn't wow me on first listen. I heard it once, heard it twice. I was like, all right, you know, it's cool. Heard it three times. I was like, eh, it's cool. The, the more I kept listening to it, I start to, started to appreciate it a little bit more. So, I don't know. I don't know if that's how you felt, but that's how I felt, man. It's a cool song. Really cool to song. To be honest with you, because I'm your friend, yeah, because I care. I was like, you know what? I understand he probably likes this song. We should talk about it because he likes it. But I don't think this song is worth talking about. This song is good. Don't get me wrong; it's great. It's it's it's, it's fantastic. Kalani's in her bag, hundred percent. Blase, blase, blase. But it was just one of those songs where you listen to it and you forgot that you listened to it. It has to be put on by forces other than me and by, by by forces what i mean is i'm just listening to my spotify and i just listen to don Tolliver's album and the next thing you know it the next song that comes is kalani's toxic i'm never going to actually say i feel like listening to this song hey that's now fair. grant that's fair it's a good very good song and kalani's you know erratic we we love kalani's life at this point i'm, I'm starting to think kalani likes drama Hey man, she likes drama. She's self-admittingly like, toxic. She she, she, she no, is she a toxic individual. Likes, she thrives off drama. Because at this point, I'm like, Kalani, I don't understand how come you didn't go asexual. Like, <laughs> you're clearly picking, like, come on. Like, I love YG. YG's that dude. But, like, come on, Kalani. Come on. Sure, right. Kalani. All right, so you, like, don't, so you don't like the song. Like, or like, do you think like, it's like, decent? Like, 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 
it's the is but you know at a certain point you know you you talk about that that whole is more than music like you know such and such whatever blase blase the end of the day i'm starting to get tired of these type of songs from kalani she's in her bag and it's a good song and i won't dock the song but i'm starting to get tired of the nagging okay like it's 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 starting to be like oh ho Kalani's nagging again next, but it's a good song. Hey man, we'll say that. Hey, listen man, I I'll tell you to keep the same energy when uh, Janae Eichel does the same thing. She she nags. Yeah. All right, yeah, no, I'm just I'm yeah, just yeah, letting yeah, you know. Yeah. By the way, but, but, I don't have a problem with you with that listen, take at all. Listen, I don't have listen, an issue with listen. that. Listen, yeah, I'm but yeah, you know, but Kal- dog. Kalani's coming from a place, right? Janae, yes, they all whine. They all talk about the same stuff. Yes, but the the difference is. I wouldn't classify. I say they all whine. I take that back. I wouldn't classify what Janae Eichel was doing as whining. What I would classify that as is her just pretty much stealing out who she is to the people, which happens to have whining in it. Um, Kalani comes in here trading a song called Toxic, where it's clearly about some whining ass stuff. Like, before I even click on the song, I already know what it's about. It's about whining. That's different to me. Like, it's predictable. Her, her, her approach and her whatever is predictable. Nothing Janae did, despite her complaining about relationships and stuff, nothing she did on that album felt predictable to me. Just being honest, nothing felt predictable. Triggered is very unpredictable. That's a very unpredictable song. Tell me what did what song on on Janae Eichel's album was a predictable song? You knew which angle she was gonna so, go. I knew the exact angle Kalani was gonna go with Toxic. So so I guess where I was getting at was number one. I ain't trying to do a deep dive deep dive on Kalani. Trust me, this is, <laughs> we ain't got the time, but we can do that if you want. Uh, no, at least a no, little bit. You. Yeah, no, you don't want you. to exactly. That's the point. I got so, some chicken wings. I got some chicken wings waiting upstairs. Bro, no, I gotta, no more deep. No more deep dives, brother. I got a chicken sandwich calling my damn name, man. Listen, but at the end of the day, like I said, this is a cool song, man. And you know what? Like I said, it might grow on you. It might not, and that's cool too. Let's let's keep it moving, man. Let's keep it moving. Uh, next song, Trippy Red dropped a song called "The Way," featuring Russ. Did you hear this song, sir? Absolutely. I love this song. Love this song. This, you know, we, we call Trippy Red a fearless singer all the time, in which he is a fearless singer, but he turns into a fearless crooner on this song. Now, I know somebody's asking me, what is the difference between a crooner and a singer? Yes, there is a difference. A crooner is somebody that woos his his or her like love interest he's they're they're singing to woo their love interest and a lot of times crooners they're a little more emotional a little more soulful in their delivery and i think that's what you get you get a top-notch crooner performance from from um tribute red on there as for russ you get a top-notch just fearless stinger and and Russ doesn't Russ is a great singer. Yeah, Russ Russ sings on like 90% of his music, right? But this one was like 
I'm I'm showing my ass on this type of singing. Like it was a legit duet to me. Like this yeah. this is the type of song that I would hear on like one of those bootleg BET movies about the temptations. Like it will be something like that that, that they will sing. And all the girls go crazy. Yeah! Like that's what this was. It was an amazing yeah, singing performance. I'm a I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Trippy Red when uh he's in his fearless bag. And you know, we we've we've come we've become accustomed to what Trippy Red brings to the table, right? His erratic vocals, you know, his rapping, sometimes bad rapping, his singing which is sometimes really good. I think this version of Trippy Red which everything you stated is correct. It's something that I want to hear more of, right? Like I want to hear more of what he has to offer when it comes to him and his, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to understand where you're coming from, girl, like take me back. Like talk about that. I I'm a fan. I'm here for that trippy red. I rather hear, I rather hear this trippy red did you go die. That's a fact. Yeah. You're gonna die. The song is called Death. The song is called Death. Like, come on, man. And then, and then the hook is You Gonna Die. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Like, it, it, well, I've never seen somebody so, so good, but, but I can also be so bad, you know, <laughs> with the flip of a coin, man. But, but well, this is, I said this to you offline. This is my favorite song that dropped this year. This is my favorite song. I love this song. Yeah, it is. Unbelievable. It's, it's dope. Uh, it's unbelievable because you're right. Unbelievably right. <laughs> you are unbelievably yeah. right. It's unbelievable. I thought I you were about to disagree. It. I thought you were about to disagree no, with me. I didn't want to believe it. I did not want to believe that this song was one of the best songs that came out in the last couple of months. But it is. Yeah, it is. And it just it is. got glossed over. Yeah, man. Uh, you guys check it out. On to some songs that are not so advised. First on the list, we got Lil Skies. With his song called "Having My Way," featuring Lil Durk, um, I just thought this song sounded very similar to everything we've heard from everybody else in the world that raps. You know, it, it it's not a bad song. You know, it's like from a from a <laughs> song construction standpoint, like it's well put together, it, it's well produced, but. It sounds like everything else we've ever heard from everybody else. And and, and from that standpoint, with Lil Skies being such an artist that, um, you know, he's put out music in the past. I think his last album was called Shelby, which, by the way, I thought was really good. And I don't think it was great. I thought it was a good a good offering from a dude that I didn't expect very much from. Um, yeah, he can come better than this. I, I just didn't think this was a really a, a really good song at all. I just felt like like you cannot drop something that sounds so recycled. That, that that's what I heard. It was more it was more of a recycled song. So yeah, man, hey. what do you think of this? Hey, listen, you gonna die? <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, and, uh, and, and, <laughs> and hopefully it ain't the corona because it ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be trippy red because <laughs> I'm getting away from anybody that looks like trippy red. Listen, shout that out to, is true. Shout out to trippy red. Hey, listen, I don't want no smoke. All right, that is true. You don't. I'm in my, no my crib eating my chicken you sandwich. You don't want no smoke so, with somebody that's called trippy. Social distancing uh, my ass off. All right. Yes, please do. Um, yeah, I mean to be honest with you, just I I didn't think the song was awful. Um, 
but I did think it was, you know, just, it was pointless. The, and to your, to what you said, like, um, uh, Lil Sky is actually a very solid rapper. Like a lot of people don't understand. He can, he can spit bars and he, he knows how to get melodic on songs. And then Lil Durk, we all know how solid of a rapper and, you know, singer he is. So I'm thinking them two come together, they can make something special. And I, I didn't really hear special. I heard just ordinary. And ordinary is not good enough. Yeah, it's not. So there you have it. Anyway, yeah. Uh, next song, Gunna dropped his new song called Skybox. What do you think of this, man? Oh, boy. I've been waiting. Gunna. The first person you guys wanted to crown, the, the dude that made the best album ever, the best album literally ever. I'm talking better than anything Elvis Presley ever made or or Natalie Cole or whoever. Gunna. He dropped a new single called Skybox. I know you just said it, but I got to say it again. It was so average. He was humming. Brother, he was humming his ass off on the song over this weird ass beat <laughs> right am I, am I lying the well, beat the, was weird well the beat was, the beat was, I, I, was I enjoyed bizarre. it though I'm, I, no, the I, I enjoyed the bizarre no but, you know bizarre, the but bizarre like, doesn't mean it was bad like that's the you point you know the beat sound like you know I don't know for, for video gamers out there after you beat Sonic the Hedgehog 1 then Sonic you know frees all the animals and then they just play this lively colorful music just to insinuate that you beat the game, that everything is all good now. They made it out of Metropolis land or whatever the hell the place they were in. That's what that beat kind of sounded like to me. And then Gunner was humming. You you combine the two, it sounded like I was daydreaming. It sounded like a song I would hear in my dream. You, you still haven't told me anything that says the song was bad. Everything you said, I could argue, could be an, a, a justification for why you think the song is amazing. <laughs> I haven't heard anything yet. You said, okay. yo, it sounds like something that could I be in my dreams. Humming. Isn't that well, a good okay, thing? So, so, so humming is a good thing? <laughs> no, but you said, you said it could be something you heard in your dream. That that okay. might be. You didn't say nightmare. Okay. You said understand, dream. <laughs> understand, understand that. I don't understand a word that he said. On that song. <laughs> I don't remember or understand a word that he said on that song. I, yeah. All right, man. You know, in all jokes aside, I love Gunna. All jokes aside, I love Gunna. I'm, I'm a oh, fan. Oh, man. All jokes aside, but if you listen to his last album, Dripper Drown 2, right, there was a lot of songs that sounded kind of incomplete. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> am I right? Tell me I'm a liar. But that's right his now. style, though. Uh, clearly. It's his style, right? It that's clearly a, has to be his that's style. That's his style. This was another song that sounded incomplete, not done. And I'm just not rolling with it. You can't get away with it. You can't. If we're going to let Jay Electronica get away with it, then we can't let Gunna get away with it, okay? So there you go. False comparison. But hey, listen. One guy is humming, the other guy's actually rapping. We can we can hear him very clearly. <laughs> <laughs> now, honestly, I don't think this song is as bad as you claim it is. Like, I, I think this song is is decent. Okay, like it's it's. Right. I actually wouldn't say it's bad or good. I just kind of think it's like in the it's middle. Bad. I just kind of think it's like in the middle. It's not Listen, the it's are, not the worst song I've ever heard from Gunna. You it are ain't the, it ain't the it ain't the it ain't the best one either. You are un-American if you think this song is good. Listen. uh... The ill advised wise guys is uh support has a paid promo for wanna. 
There we go. Gunna and there his we... new project called Wanna. Hey, and this is and this is when I put my two week notice in. You guys, you guys at the label, cut the check, man. We ain't got time for this shit. Cut the check. Wanna, wanna, wanna for president. Do, do you guys take two week notices through email? No, only only certified <laughs> mail, sir. Okay, we're old school. All right, All right here we go. It was five stop. For my ill-advised thoughts, the G, um, you know, I'm going to push music aside for this one episode and just talk about health. Um, you know, as you know, we're going through this major pandemic right now. Um, you know, something that all countries are feeling. Some countries are feeling them more than others. Uh, the coronavirus. Uh, so, to me, I've already been big on mental health. I've already been big on uh, physical health also. Uh, after this coronavirus, it's now something that I'm even bigger on personally. But just, I want to give my take on it to you guys also. Uh just to stress how important it is. Obviously, you know, we made jokes about coronavirus and all that on this show, but it's something that we do definitely take seriously. Just like when Uch opened up the show, he said uh, that, you know, he's staying at home. He's been home. He's just walking around. If, if it's, if it's to get out of the house, it's just for a little bit, not doing much. He's taking the whole social distancing thing seriously. I'm taking it seriously. The whole, idea of self-quarantining and all that i'm embracing it taking this seriously and understand how important it is um something that i also find important is just making sure you're on tip-top shape both mentally and physically what do i mean by that um physically if you can you want to do everything you can to make your immune system um, at the best shape that it could possibly be. There are several ways you can do that. Take your vitamins, uh, vitamin A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I think you can get vitamin G from dust, but all jokes aside, I'm, let, let me stop playing around. But take your, take your vitamins, you know, that means eat bananas, you know, eat fruits, um, they, they also have multivitamins that you can get, um, you know, drink orange juice, whatever the case may be. Um, and then, you know, another way you can get your immune system to be better is, is, uh, be more active with a workout. I understand for some people it's hard to do, but, um, just any way that you can be active puts you, puts you in better shape. Um, drink more water. Try not to go to him with alcohol. Um, if you're a smoker, somehow find a way to stop uh, smoking as much. Um, what else? Drink more water. I think I mentioned that. Um, you know, just find different things that you know is healthy and beneficial for your body. That can help with your immune system because in a lot of cases right now, 
there's a lot of people that are sick, a lot of people dying from this thing. And so what you can do before things get worse is prepare the right way. And that means getting your body to be the best, you know, in the best shape that it could possibly be. Um, in terms of mental health, ways that you can kind of make sure you're, you're in tip-top shape in terms of mental health is just always be ready to challenge yourself. There's going to be new challenges that you're going to go through. Uh, be able to just make sure you're ready for them. Uh, find ways to enjoy uh, to, to enjoy yourself. Find different ways to, to find enjoyment in things. I know right now this is one of the most challenging times that anybody can be put in. You can't even leave your house. So go ahead, watch Netflix, you know, go ahead, watch these series, uh, do something that you like, find different ways that you can get excited to wake up in the morning, uh, despite not being able to leave the house. So when you combine those two things and just focusing on those things, um, I know it may, it may be not that it's too late right now, because the coronavirus is going on right now and, you know, you can't fix mistakes that were made or, or things that you didn't do in the past. But um, suppose there's coronavirus 20, coronavirus 21, coronavirus 22, whatever the case may be. Suppose these things are coming at you. You want to be prepared to combat it. And the best way you can compare to combat it is be um, just just be diligent of how you are uh, treating your mind and your body. With that being said, be careful, practice social distancing, and um, be ready. Yeah, man. Uncle Q to the rescue, man. I like that. Um, yes. Be mature, man. You know, I... I had an ill-advised thoughts that was just super, I don't want to say irresponsible, but it was a different angle that I was going to attack with this whole coronavirus thing going on and how it relates to music. But, you know, I don't really want to talk about that. You know, you, you actually motivated me, sir. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give you some props here, man. Okay. Uh, So yeah, good, good ill-advised thoughts. Really good. Uh, so for my ill-advised thoughts, it's it's sort of in the same realm, but it's just a bit of a different angle. Um, I I understand that you know these are trying times for everybody. You know, I, I, it, it's hard to even fathom what's going on and think that anyone knows what to do firsthand in a, at a time like this, right? Like we're all kind of experiencing this at the same time. So I don't think there's any right or wrong thing to do while you are hopefully practicing social distancing. Uh, But what I will say is please be responsible. Um, Like you said, Q, please try to, you know, do things that are not to your own detriment, right? Like there's a virus outbreak going on. So obviously the way you fight that is having a healthy, healthy immune system, right? Like all the things that you said. So I don't want to repeat all of that, but do that. Right. And I'm mostly speaking to our listeners because, 
You know what I mean? Y'all rock with us, and we rock with y'all for rocking with us. We're a community. Each one teach one. If you guys have any thoughts that we should do to better ourselves, definitely hit us up and, you know, give us some suggestions. But more importantly, what I what I hope you what I hope everybody does is use this time to really really try to get everything that you've wanted to get done done. Now, I understand there's things that, you know, require being outside you know, to accomplish, whether it is, you know, whether you are a club owner or whether you're up, you do party promotion, whether you are an artist and you can't perform, you know, you can't be outside, you know, all of these things, I get it. They're a hindrance towards the success that you believed you could have achieved, but try to make use of this time, right? Like try to be productive, come up with the ideas like when we actually get to a point where we can actually execute all of the things that you've been planning, you already have a plan because you've been you've been out here planning for months while you were indoors. Like really try to make use of the time that we have at our disposal because we ain't got no other choice. Like if you're being responsible like me <laughs> and I'm sure you all are, stay your ass in the house, please. This is not a matter of, you know, trying to be defiant or thinking that you are healthier than others. It's more of like, yo, protect. You're protecting yourself so that you can protect others, you know. And if everyone does the same practice, the idea is that we can spread this whole thing down and 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 spread this whole epidemic down, pandemic rather, and we can probably be outside quicker than we originally thought. So, I my my biggest wish is that everybody take this seriously, and then secondly and more importantly. Try to accomplish something while you are at home. Like, and I don't just mean watching Netflix. We all do that. It's cool, right? Watching Netflix is dope. Matter of fact, there's a lot of cool shows on. The other day, I was just watching, uh, you know, the uh, there's a movie that Mark Wahlberg put out. I can't remember the name right now, but anyway, he was he was involved in this movie, and I and and obviously the movie's not that tight, right? If I can't remember the name. But hey, <laughs> the point is, there's so much content to consume that you might actually find something that you like. So while you're consuming Netflix, Hulu, YouTube, whatever it is that you like at your disposal, try to accomplish something that you have been wanting to accomplish or plan for the longest. You got that time. You got it. We all got it. So let's do it. Be safe. Everybody out there. Listen, man. I'm letting you know, Q, this is the perfect time to quarantine and music. I, I really want that to be the name of this this episode because, bro, do you know this is one of the few times that I have listened to everything? Yep. I have heard every new song. Like it's, it's rare that I'm in this point where I can say, yo, I've heard all the new music for the last week and a half. And you know how artists do. They've come out with mad music every every day, every week. And I've heard it all because I got nothing but time. So... Be safe out there, guys. You got any last thoughts, Q? I no, I agree with everything that you're saying. Um, yeah, just be safe. Wash your hands is something that I forgot to mention. Um, I know it sounds funny, but wash your hands and um, you know, embrace embrace the quarantine. As crazy as that sounds, because you're gonna learn a lot from it. We'll be better people from it, and. Um, You'll, there'll be some great silver linings that come out of it. Yeah, and if you live in one of those states that have already issued those statewide lockdowns, man, 
you know, definitely take it a little bit more seriously. It's obvious that it's getting more serious out there. You know, I'm talking about New York, California. I think Illinois is another one that was on a statewide lockdown. Yep. You never yep. know, man. There could be more states yep. to come. So just brace yourself. Try to prepare as best as you can. And, uh, yeah, wash your hands like you said, Q, man. We'll, we'll, yep. we'll see how this goes, man. But like I said, be safe. Yes. On that note, we got to get out of here. Back to the social distancing. Man, what an episode. What yes, an episode. it was. Jeez. Yes, it was. Uh, as always, if you are giving advice... Make sure it's ill and also make sure you're social distancing. <laughs> Please do that too. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>